0: Oh look everyone, No One Respawns in Real Life is live. Hello and welcome to the show this week. I am Night Demon, along with Mr. No One Respawns in Real Life. We are awaiting the arrival of our Titan, or Warlock, in pink this week, parody. Speaking of the Devil, here he is. The Devil has arrived. Or Warlock, Not, not Devil, Warlock. Yeah. Six, one half dozen the other. Yeah. Or six, six, six.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. One for each character.
3: Mm hmm. What are we talking about, gentlemen? Fishing.
2: Um, I'm confused. This is the, this is the Destiny Warlock Fishing. Fishing Podcast.
0: Fishing with shotguns? Nice. I can dig it. Uh, why does it sound like you're in the car? Because I am. Why does it also say that you've gone live streaming? Because I am. Oh, God. I don't really want to know.
1: <laughs> the I don't computer, know why I'm I don't.
3: live streaming this <laughs> and then i realized that i can join in on my phone
0: oh my God.
3: and still participate even though i'm taking the wife to church <laughs> oh yeah technology
0: uh, things are gonna go great guys so if you are <laughs> in the stream be prepared for everything to go wrong and him not to be there to fix it oh dear why You're-
3: do you put this bad juju on me well do i owe you money Have I have I have I somehow done some injustice to you or your family? Why do you put this bad juju
2: on that I don't
1: deserve?
2: I mean, you probably have. I'm just to guess, but yeah,
0: probably. (laughs) Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for you and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the triumph hunting titan, night demon, the pink panted pansy, Peroti, and your hunter master rager, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life. So welcome to the show.
3: Oh, oh, yeah, change the subject, I see. Yeah, yeah.
0: what's up? Well, well, So the people on
2: stream can enjoy you staring off into the distance somewhere.
3: <laughs>
0: so how's your Destiny week been?
3: Destiny week has been all right. Good. Um,
0: Have you, you know, got you your dungeon done? Week,
3: jump off. What?
0: Have you done your deep dive yet to get your weapon? Did you nope. open the door? Oh
3: Nope, nope, nope. I found out what I was doing wrong, though. It was like,
0: you didn't listen when to I her. was
3: going in the room, I was under the impression that you go in the room and you do the door. Actually, no, because, no, hold on. Because even after that, even after I found out, we went in, we hit all three statues, boom, boom, boom. And it wouldn't yeah. let me do it again because I'd already done it, right? So I couldn't hit the statues anymore. So we go in, we complete the activity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, And the door on the right still didn't open. I was like, what the hell? Somebody told me I had to complete the activity and then it'll open. And it yeah. still didn't open.
1: Yeah. So the answer to your question is, no, I don't have the gun. And I'm a um, little upset.
0: Well, if you get home from church, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll try and see if I can jump on and give you a hand doing it.
3: It'll just be about, what, 15 minutes? Church is just down the road. I drop her off. I come back in. You'll You'll definitely
0: be there. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm in the middle of doing a podcast. I can't can't multitask, otherwise I take my eye off the ball and I don't give the people the information and the knowledge that I have stored up in my head here.
3: What information do you have stored up when there's nothing going
0: on? What do you mean there's nothing going on? Solstice is going on. Fishing is still going on. There's exotic missions still going on. There is stuff going on. And there's stuff in the community. Did you know it was Massive Breakdowns last show this week? What's that? Uh, the podcast, Massive Breakdowns? <laughs> well, why is
3: it their last week? Are they giving up on Destiny? Is everybody giving up on well,
0: Destiny? Well, and Kate Catcher from there spent like all these years doing the Massive Breakdowns podcast and then got snapped up by Bungie to go and work on Destiny. I was going to say,
3: didn't he work on Bungie now? Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Both okay. of them. Both of <laughs> them had have the gall to get hired by Bungie. <laughs> and Ooh, then oh no. uh, Ill Il Physics and of Flash took over sort of on a like, I can give you six months time period for this, but you know, this isn't, you know, they also have real lives and things going on. And we're basically like, we can do this for a while, but not forever. And now that forever has come to a, come to an end.
3: Well, we should reach out to them and see if we can take over and get their viewership. Eh?
0: Eh? Well, no, they still have a viewership. They still have the... Players versus enemies side of the podcast, and they have their—is uh, it the Beyond Two Twin Sons, which is their Star Wars podcast that mercury's and Cake Catchers still do? So they are still going to be doing Destiny Talk, but it's more players versus enemies, and it's a separate team that kind of ran alongside. So it's just the, just the PVP down. that's going away. Just the PVP side that's sort of going away. I suppose they'll probably integrate some of that into the players versus enemies, and maybe do a little bit of that. Depends on mm-hmm. you know further on down the line. Maybe, I'm not so, so really sure. It's a really no
3: big deal, then. I gotcha.
0: But we do have our we do have our sister <laughs> podcast that we can point people in the direction of, which is the Blueberry Lounge. Who, who will now become the premier Destiny 2 PvP podcast. Well, if they haven't, we are going to make them. You mm-hmm. hear that, sweaty spokes? Native Raider? This is your chance to get that ball and run with it. Go, guys. And then probably dunk it in somewhere, because that's what we do with balls, right? Yeah. Take the ball and dunk they explode. it in somewhere. Or, mm-hmm. or you just... They explode. Or you just take your ball and go home. Ignite the rift; it'll be fine.
3: Well, I on Destiny. All the balls you either have to dunk, or they explode, or you have to dunk and then they explode, or you have to dunk or they explode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, or you go in the blight and you shoot the bally, and then then it explodes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're still exploding with balls.
1: Why is the, it still, yeah, and exploding balls?
0: <laughs> um. They've
1: got an I
3: was going to make a joke about wives, but I'm I'm a hold
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Massive Breakdowns had their last show and they had Mercules and Kate Catcher on officially from Bungie answering questions about the sandbox and the weapon tuning and things. And it was a really, really good show because there was a lot of stuff that you don't read in the TWAB or has been on Twitter, whatever Twitter is these days. And Mercules gave out some really good information. I mean, Sweet Business, who knew Sweet Business was at the top of the charts in PvP? Did you know this? So the
3: Polywogs
0: actually meant something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there is a caveat to that. I mean, Merkley did say that it's for the players that really know how to spec into that and build into the Sweet Business build are at top of the league, basically, for Sweet Business skills. Sorry, but it's, sorry, it, sorry. It's How do not, you build into a machine gun that never runs out of bullets? You put on one exotic
3: chess piece, and that's it. Maybe they don't.
2: And See, then, then into all your kinetic, unflinching, and all your kinetic targeting stuff.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, Making,
2: okay, So basically, building the kinetic subclass that 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 uh, respawn has been wanting. It's called <laughs> the sweet business subclass. You just send I don't want it. I just over I just, there.
1: I just, I,
3: Look, I don't want a kinetic subclass. I want another energy based subclass. I'm just curious how they would do it. That's all. I don't want it. I'm just curious.
2: Well, there's, yeah. there's, you know, um, there, there, there's a leak out there that we're not going to get into, but you know, there might, might shine a light on what their plan is. Possibly. Well,
3: I did see the leak, and I saw the pictures. But if you look at the, if you look at the, the, the bar, it, it looks kind of like placeholders, right? Aside from the super, which is unique. The other skills look like they're from Void and Arc, you know. So,
2: so they might so just maybe be they, placeholders and maybe, not really maybe, a spoiler. Maybe they tried to get wise and and tried to you know put put placeholder things in there and then didn't, or maybe that's the one. The super is the part that's done, so that's what was available, and they haven't you know built out the other pieces yet. Don't know. That's we'll
0: awesome. see. I was desperately trying to remember things that happened in the massive breakdowns that Mercurius was talking about. I remember him talking about the sweet business, as I said, but about, apparently pulse rifles in PVE are going to get a buff uh, coming like alongside the hand cannon buff. Uh, what else did he say? They're not going to touch scout rifles. They're not really going to touch sniper rifles. Bows are getting uh, a rework, and apparently they've already kind of built into the game uh, damage fall off. But it, it also depends on the usage of bows going forward. So that's something they're going to they're gonna keep an eye on. Um, did you listen to this one parody? You know, I, I hadn't listened to that. One. I listened to the one before that. And,
2: um. Cause they basically said, you know, we don't know when this episode will be live. It may be a while. I didn't, I was sort of surprised when you said they had, they had, you know, it had been recorded and released because, because the way they were making a sound was like, it could be a couple of weeks or something before they were like, you know, don't unsubscribe from the feed. Cause it'll come out, but we're just, we have no idea when I didn't mm. know that was going to be, you know, days later. <laughs>
0: Yeah I mean I because I was driving around I couldn't really take any notes like I normally do so I was just desperately trying to remember things so all I can do is point people in the direction of the Massive Breakdown's final podcast go and listen to it it's got some really good insightful information into what what is actually happening you know little nuggets that Bungie have allowed Mercules to give out and say you know this is what's what you can talk about, Kit Catcher did talk a lot about what his job role was at Bungie with doing like testing of like the deep dives, and he he does a lot of the you know. He said the thing is the, the problem is because he said people have been asking him point to something specific that that's your responsibility in the game, and he said there's nothing specific that he can actually point to because he said where he's doing bug testing. It's like, well, I fixed that bug, so it's not there. So you can't see what I've done kind of thing. So bless him.
2: I can tell you about all the things that you would have seen had I not caught them. And you would
0: be screaming about on social media. But I can't tell you about the things I actually caught because they were caught and fixed. (laughs) I mean, there's some interesting things that he was saying about deep dives, about, you know, them trying to get outside of the map, trying to do stuff with the bubbles, trying to do stuff with the mechanics of going down in the water and seeing what they could do, what they could basically break with the game which mm. is quite cool. But mm. I, I was wondering, I mean, this is a froggy to- causing trouble again. Is that, yeah. is that what happened? <laughs> I, I was wondering to. how much time they <laughs> they actually get to spend playing the game that they love now, because it sounds like they, they put a lot of, or kick catcher has to put a lot of effort into kind of just repeatedly going through and testing things. I mean, he said, uh, I think they both are saying that at one point they they've got like eight different builds on the go that are kind of months in advance for us but they're kind of working on on them like now to see what what they can do and what they can test. So I don't know um, how much they're actually getting gameplay and enjoying the game that we're enjoying at the moment.
2: Yeah. And, and, and how much after, you know, hitting your head, hitting your head against the wall in this room for hours and hours and hours a day going, do I want to play this anymore? Cause you know, I mean, it is one of those <laughs> things where, you know, your passion becomes work. Then it's like, well, do I want to go play this to relax now? or Or is it just, does it just feel like more work? Or do I play it going, man, I really wish I had that thing that's coming, but it's not in in the game itself yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this, this thing I, I've been working on all week is fantastic, and people are going to love it, but I can't play it when I get home. I have to play this version it's of the it's game. Frustrating it actually, it's frustrating to
3: know what's in the pipeline, to know what's coming, and to even actually get hands on what's coming. But then when you go to play it yourself, it's just not there. Yeah, That's got to be some kind of frustrating right there.
0: And I think the other thing that's frustrating is where they've come from, the community, and they've talked a lot about weapons. They've talked about a lot about destiny and the mechanics and and different things. And now they can't say anything. And it's it's I think it's kind of Mercury was saying that he'll talk about Star Wars, he'll talk about Marvel, he'll talk about going to the gym <laughs> on literally all his social media, but he will not address Destiny because he he just can't go there anymore. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it, it, I mean even it's like it, it has to be such a hard thing to even just to be like well I want to say this but like what you know just that line of what I know working there versus what is publicly available it's like uh let's not even go down that road of me accidentally saying something I shouldn't have or releasing mm-hmm. information that shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got it's got to be tough to to not be able, not be able to talk freely about a thing you love and have you know put nearly 300 episodes of a podcast out about for years and years and years. Yeah. That's okay. PvE is also a great show. It is. And they also have a fine collection of accents, as they should, as any good show
0: should. So other stuff that's happened this week, Respawn, is there have been more streamers deciding to quit Destiny for maybe for a little bit, maybe for a long time, you know, switching over to different games or just taking a break. There have also been a lot more there's been a few more reaction videos of said streamers and content creators like leaving and people reacting to those, which seems to be the norm at the moment. Re-reacting. I was going to say some more of the saying, doesn't this happen every season or every couple of seasons? Well, I, th- I mean, I think- no,
3: you even had Mtash leave Destiny altogether for like two years to play some online hentai game. Well, wasn't know? it
0: Genshin Impact that he was interested in?
3: Yeah, Genshin, that one.
0: Mm. And he, I think even then, because I still subscribe to uh, Mtash, I, I think even now he's, he's wanting to take a break from doing content creation for a little bit because it's kind of got overwhelming. So, I mean, it's, it's a very fickle world.
3: Well, it's probably getting overwhelming because if you pay attention to what's going on in YouTube itself, all these YouTubers are basically making half the money that they were, you know? No, if you're like data or whatever, that doesn't matter because you're already stacked. But, you know, I mean, if you're some of these kind of mid-tier or low-tier YouTubers that do this for a living, you're basically having to work twice as hard and make twice as much content to break even to what you used to do. So that, that could be a factor. We're not even considering. Destiny aside, you know, they hmm. have to do a lot more just to make what they were, you know?
2: Sure. I mean, content creation, I mean, data being a good example, you know, content creation is a treadmill that never stops moving. You're constantly right. having to put stuff out, stay on top of things, you know, you know, spending the hours not just you know getting the content, but also doing the video editing and you know basically putting the stuff together. So I mean, yep. like it's not it's not surprising, and and honestly, you know, like anything else, you go, you've got to make the money where the views are. If no one's watching the Destiny content, then it doesn't make any financial sense to make the Destiny content.
3: Yeah, and then they're jumping over to to Diablo Four. And a few of them are jumping over to Remnant 2. Um,
0: yeah, well, I mean, that that's my problem for like the last couple of weeks is that the content that they're putting out for the people that normally play Destiny, It's my, my feed has now been Remnant 2 and all the other different games that are kind of coming out. It's like, oh, I just want to get to the Destiny content. Let me go through to the Destiny content. I, I want to watch well, that. Well, then you're
3: going to have to wait till the new season drops, dude, because there's, there's probably nothing else coming out this season, right? Yeah. We've got the exotic quest. We've got the last exotic quest. We've got the last little little drip of of DLC they're going to give us, and I, I mean that's probably why, dude. There's nothing left for this season except for you to complete what's already there. Which is what you I know? like.
0: I like getting to the point in the the season where the stuff that I've kind of missed over that season, I can then go back. I've got like the right. the, the, the you past like that. But how much content creation is in that? There's a hell of a lot of content creation because there's builds that people put out that you could go and play and try there is veil containment that has kind of been slept on that we kind of reminded people about and Paul Tassie's reminded people about I think every other YouTuber and Destiny podcast has reminded people about that there is a veil containment story element to this season that has kind of just been slept on because Bungie kind of Have this bunch of
2: told no one about it and just sort of slipped it in the game and said, why is no one finding this little thing that we put
0: there and didn't tell anyone? They told us that it was going to continue, but they didn't kind of do the big flashing badge and say, you need to go and do this each week. We will give you like, not a pinnacle, but just something for for doing it. And if there's no reward at the end of it, apart from lore, it's only going to be the people that want to kind of know about the story that go and kind of find it, I guess. But there's that. You've got... PVP. You've got Gambit. Yeah, you've got Strikes. You've got Nightfalls. You've got the new Exotic Quest. Yeah, but none of that is new. None of that is new. No, but the only thing that
3: you can do is maybe come out with with a video every week that shows you how to do a build for the Nightfall. Right. Other than that, there's nothing new. And you keep talking about like builds. There's not really been a whole lot of new builds in the last couple weeks. Because you know, once you find out what works for each class, you just kind of stick with it. You know. No.
2: Well, and some people are sleeping on their build videos because they rely on uh, a handful of the mods that Bungie disabled because they're broken currently. And I've seen a couple people being like, so I've um, got some build videos ready to go, but I'm not going to put them out until the actual pieces are in the game and working. So well, that's another fun twist. Yeah.
3: But yeah, the, the, I know so it's get... currently disabled. Do we have a list of currently disabled? Or we do. We, we, oh, there's a whole bunch count, of mods yeah. that
2: they've disabled. Yeah. Long time listeners Jeez. would know. Or people who, you know, look at Bungie help.
0: I like getting to the end of the season with a couple of extra weeks of kind of breathing room of being able to go back and complete the stuff that I haven't been able to do. And I know it's different for other content creators because they're kind of in that world constantly. So they've probably done everything as it came out and released the video about it and kind of are just in, in that kind of limbo of, well, I've, I've done everything that I kind of want to do or I've done all the challenges I've done, all the uh, triumphs. I, I'm just kind of sitting in this world of, I don't really want to touch PVP, but then average players like me and you guys are are quite happy to log in every day and do kind of the fishing, do a bit more fishing, go and play a bit of PVP, play a bit of Gambit, get those challenges done, pick up our pinnacles. You know, not every character is at 1810 for me, you know, which is nice. And I've heard a lot of people say that they didn't like this season of there was no pinnacle grind. I mean, Respawn said it, I think a couple of weeks ago. That I think where he's only got his hunter realistically to get to 1810, he's then got nothing to chase the next season. Whereas I would like to get my warlock up to 1810. I'd like to get my hunter up to 1810.
3: Well, my, my warlock is 1810. Well, there you go. My, um, my titan is 18 something.
0: He's not 18. She's not 1810,
3: but she's 18 something. Yeah. Only because residual armor, you know, stuff like yeah, that.
0: Yeah. But you, if you wanted to, you could chase that, but it's something you don't really want to do. As Titan, like, ew.
3: There
0: you go, see? <laughs> yeah.
3: But, I mean, at the end of the season, right, as long as you have one 18, one, maybe two characters, you can still power level next season. Easy peasy, you know? Especially since they're not raising the level cap anymore, right? So, I mean, what's the rush?
0: Well, we don't know. We don't know what's coming next season. As Paradis and I were talking last week without you, is that, Normally around this time in the Destiny universe depending on when we're kind of getting close to a kind of big showcase as we are on the 22nd of August is that Bungie seem to have very limited amount of what they're going to tell us. I mean last week they said oh there's going to be a de- there's going to be a developer insight into the economy and, and you know the the currencies and then this week came and it was like shorter than a like lo- the previous week's 12 it was like this is what's going to happen. It's like, and then we get to the 12 and it's included in that as well. And it's like, I, I, I don't understand, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it, they want to kind of save everything for the showcase. So we don't know if there's going to be a light level increase. We don't know what the rate is. They've told us a date and a time. That's about it, which is what we kind of generally get at these days. We, we don't know anything about the next season. Sometimes if we haven't got a showcase by now, and we're we're going into like two or three weeks before the season, it's either season of redacted, season of redacted, and then it's, oh, this is the season of the deep coming up. Or we get a trailer or we get something. But at the moment, it's kind of, everything's hush-hush. And I think even Mercules and Kate Catcher on the massive breakdowns were kind of alluding to the fact that, you know, you've got to tune in for the showcase on August 22nd because there's definitely going to be some PvP stuff in there. There's definitely going to be stuff about Gambit. It's just like... They can't say anything. And I think they're all chomping at the bit to get to that point where they can then go and say things like without having kind of any repercussions.
3: So the raid,
0: right?
3: Had they specifically said it's a raid that's coming back?
2: Yes. yes. It's a reprise raid. Reprise raid. A
3: reprise raid.
0: Yes. Because reprise
3: the, means it's... it's coming back, but it's got changes, right?
0: Well, you don't know. It means it's just reprised. It's just reprised. That, that's the, the, the model <laughs> that we're kind of currently dealing with. You get the new raid with the new expansion, as we did at the beginning of the year. And then we get a dungeon the next season, and then we get the reprise raid, and then we get another dungeon, and then it's a new expansion with a new raid, and then it'll be dungeon, and then reprise raid, and then dungeon, and then whatever it is after the final shape.
3: The, the thing that has my rage building slowly
0: oh, and I, again
3: there's no evidence of this but i just i know the thing that i dislike the most is what's going to happen and especially after this this deep dive where they've got crota half in the ground you know what i'm saying and she's trying to revive crota i mean
0: uh, like you know
3: i read oryx sorry freaking oh it is oryx never mind I don't, well, I, we I don't stopped my rage
0: moment, didn't we? We
3: well, yeah, yeah, they because I <laughs> yeah, kept thinking it was freaking Crota and they're gonna use her we resurrecting had, him we had King's to Force. bring
0: him back in the raid or whatever, you know. No, but it, I mean it's funny that you do bring that up, but they I think I I can't remember where I was listening to it, but there was another another podcast or another uh YouTube video where they were talking about the the funny way that they're able to kind of that this witch is trying to resurrect Oryx with Uh, a lucent like ghost so there may be something in that in the story going further i don't know whether that will tie into raids because Bungie at the moment with reprise raids don't have a history of tying it into story i mean we've had perfect opportunities and when we had the vault of glass come back we were dealing with vex in the story and it could have been something that tied in with the story but they didn't do it and the same with the, the Hive with the Kingsfall rate. We were dealing with Hive and Lucent Hive and it could have tied in, it still could have gone in the legends tab, but it could could have still tied in with the story loosely. But then I don't think they want to do that because they don't want to kind of upset the law or write extra law that kind of oh well this happened and you know and maybe retcon something else. So maybe that's not a, a reason. You may be
3: on something like so there's a possible subclass link, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what if? Because remember, we still have the the Queen of Lies that that's probably going to be resurrected. We're probably going to let her be resurrected to work with her, right? What if the new subclass is actually hive magic?
0: You well, know? She, te- she teaches us some hive magic.
3: Well, teaches us, uh, you know, imbues us. Who knows? Whatever, right? Somehow, but we've got light. We've got dark. And then the, the the one thing we've never had is hive magic. You know that's always been exclusive to the hive. It's almost like light, but it's not. It's it's legit magic. So what if the last subclass tying in with her and the last raid is actually a hive subclass? You know,
0: hmm. would they go that far? Um, though? would we get something? I like
3: mean, that? It, at this point, if I was Bungie, I'd make the leap. I'd really shock shock the people out there. You know, because we are going to be working with her. I mean, that's what everything's leading up to, is us working with her against Sabathun. No, against... Um,
0: I, I suppose, I mean... Zibu. Yeah, Zibu. Thank
3: you, Zibu Arath, right? So, I mean, it, it wouldn't be unheard of for her to help empower us to fight like Hive magic, right? Because now the Hive are Lucent. Hive is taking light from us. Well, why not take magic from them? you know yeah maybe do it airs uses their magic to make guns and stuff out of people
0: (laughs) yeah maybe the hive magic is another form of darkness subclass like stasis was with the fallen so there you go yeah i don't know what it could be
3: maybe this is the uh elusive poison build that we've all been wanting for so long possibly you know hive magic is just just tons of poison everywhere
2: How many okay thralls can I spawn as a hive necromancer? That's all yeah. I want to know.
1: Dude,
3: that would totally be a warlock build. 100%. 100%. If if they let warlocks summon thralls, I would, I would main a warlock. Hun- Sorry, hunters, but I would main the warlock at least for that season.
2: Or you can that play as a be... hive, but you have to start as a thrall and work your way up to ogre. As you level up every 10 levels, (laughs) then you change hive classes as you evolve and your sword
0: logic grows stronger. That's the mobile game. That would be a crazy-ass
3: implementation.
0: Do you know that that is a a mechanic that is available in Gears of War Judgment? There's kind of a horde mode where you can play as the enemies and you level yourself up from like a a ticker, which is like the equivalent of a thrall or exploding thrall, (laughs) Uh, yes. No, that's, you can go from a ticker, which is just trying to scratches people, exploding ticker, and then you you go up into grunts, and then you can turn into the big beefy things to kind of take out the enemies. But yeah, you, it kind of nice. you get points on how many kind of hits that you get on like the players. It's like a it was a kind of PvP kind of thing that like, some people play as the enemy, some people play as the heroes, and yeah, it was, uh, that was quite cool. But that was back on the or- 360, surely. Bungee,
3: <laughs> or if you're, or if you're a Titan, right? Your Hive Ultimate would be you grow two additional arms, like Parody's has always been crying about. And if you have heavy weapons equipped, you dual wield heavy weapons. And if you have like uh kinetic weapons equipped, or just you know non special weapons, you quad wield those. Right? Eh, eh, eh. That'd be awesome. It just means you yeah, use two sweet
2: businesses, it. and then it's all over.
3: <laughs> well I guess you'd have four since it's kinetic right oh yeah <laughs> I can see Perry just running around with four That's it. four sweet businesses just just forever just wow that'd be dumb that'd be cool but that'd be dumb now you have warlock necromancers freaking titan uh, four armed just Madmen, and i don't even know what the hunter would do who knows maybe a witch i don't
2: know you know what's even scarier anyway. than four three businesses four graviton lances in its current state in pve
0: Ooh. oh in pve yes
2: <laughs> you, you, you just just the entire world is now grape flavored that's it you want to solo anything wow. just just bring all your graviton lances and, and it's done
3: that would be disgusting oh but we're not there yet so anyway it would be cool, you know, throwing throwing d- stupid ideas like that around. Like, what are they gonna do? And then what comes out is not even close. <laughs> but I I, I I like I like I like those ideas. So <sighs> yeah, I am home. I will okay. be joining you in the studio momentarily. Good
2: studio. Well, then, while he's joining us, I think Demon uh, should tell us what's going to happen next week in Destiny. Oh, I will.
0: Hello, and welcome to the 11th week of Season 21, Season of the Deep, starting on August 1st, 2023. So for Week 11, let's kick things off with our Legacy rotation, starting with the Forsaken expansion.
3: Ready if you are.
0: Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a weak curse level which means Petrovenge can be found in the Strand and has the Broken Courier mission for the next week. The Blind World features Scorn enemies and the Plagues, Sikarus and Vericus. The Ascendant chance this week will be the Aghanon's Abyss which can be located over in the Bay of Drowned Wishes Lost Sector on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is Beyond. The Trove Guardian is located in Archer's Line while the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare of Zortal in Sorrows Harbour. And the Nightmare Hunt this week will be Crota, Despair. Omnigul, Anguish. And the Fanatic, Insanity. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Credis the Dark Priestess will be the Empire Hunt. Eventide Runes will be the Eclipse Zone. And the Exo Challenge will be Survival. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, we have the loot rotation for Des of Eternity, which will be on week 3's rotation, with the Scatterhorn armor set and the Lycan armor set being available. The weapons available this week are... The kinetic rapid fire frame auto rifle Chroma Rush, the kinetic lightweight frame grenade launcher Ignition Code, the void rapid fire frame pulse rifle Grid Skipper, the kinetic lightweight frame sidearm Farewell, the solar pinpoint slug frame shotgun Sonja's Tail, the void rapid fire frame machine gun Shattered Cipher, the arc precision frame fusion rifle Main Ingredient, the kinetic adaptive frame sniper rifle Long Shadow, the arc omolon adaptive frame sidearm Last Dance the kinetic aggressive frame shotgun Toil and Trouble, the solar rapid fire frame shotgun Wishbringer and the void adaptive frame pulse rifle Last Edition. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen weekly story mission is The Cunning where the modifier is Scorched Earth as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Alter of Reflections Choice and Alter of Reflections Insight. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon Veritas Armour and a Weapon Pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is Breakneck with Extra Shields, Block Loadouts and Extra Champions, Barrier, Overload and Unstoppable Champions, Void Threat, Pestilence, Kinetic Overcharge, Arc and Solar Surges with overcharged rocket launchers and galvanized on Hero difficulty only. The Partition mission will be Backdoor, Contest mode enabled with Barrier and Overload Champions, Void Threat, Arc and Solar Shields, Shock Modifier with Void and Strand Surges. And the Vex Incursion this week will be Sephir Concourse. In addition, the Weekly Lightful Reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drop for the Node Override Avalon exotic mission on the EDZ. For the Season of the Deep, the featured Fishing Pond will be on the Throne World. Raids and Dungeons The Root of Nightmares raid challenge this week is the third encounter, Macrocosm, called Cosmic Equilibrium. Players must swap all of the Dark Planets to the left side of the room and all of the Light Worlds to the right. With the Mikael's Reverence Adept Sidearm being the Master Challenge reward. The Kingsville Raid Challenge this week is the first encounter, Totems, called The Grass Is Always Greener. Players cannot take the same brand type twice in a row. The Vault of Glass Challenge this week is the second encounter, Oracles, called The Only Oracle For You. Players cannot destroy the same Oracle more than once. The Deep Crypt Crypt Challenge this week is the second encounter, A-Trax 1, called Copies of Copies. We must not send any Atrek 1 replicant debuffs into the airlock slash space. The Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Sanctified Mind, called Zero to One Hundred, where you must fully fill each conflict with 30 motes within 10 seconds of initially banking the first set of motes. And the last wish challenge this week is the first encounter, Kali, called Summoning Ritual. Players must activate and cleanse all 9 plates, then kill all 9 knights and ogres before damaging Kali. Your pinnacle raid will be the Vow of the Disciple over on the Throne World, which means all of the challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Acquisition, called Swift Destruction, where Guardians must kill all champions within a few seconds of each other on all rounds. The second encounter, the Caretaker, called Base Information, where runners cannot pick up more than one stack of knowledge on each run. The third encounter, the Upender, called Defenses Down. This is where each player cannot kill more than one Taken Knight in total and the fourth encounter, Rook, called Looping Catalyst. This is where Guardians must not lose the Leeching Force buff before the damage phase. Also with the Vow the Disciple being the featured raid this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the Exotic Pulse Rifle Collective Obligation. And the Pinnacle Dungeon will be the Prophecy over in the Legends tab. Next up, Challenges. We have now had all 79 challenges over the first 10 weeks of the season. So, as a reminder, if you complete 76 out of the 79, you can get a large pile of Bright Dust to spend at the Eververse store in-game. Here's a few that you might have missed and that you might want to get completed in the next two weeks. Pinnacle Reach power level 1810 by earning Pinnacle rewards. 4. Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust Trial by Firing Squad Win multiple rounds in Trials of Osiris. 4. Challenge XP++, Bright Dust and a Trials Weapon Fleeting Glory Complete crucible matches in the competitive playlist, and bonus progress for wins. For challenge XP++, and bright dust. Flood tide. Acquire the last right scout rifle for challenge XP++, and bright dust. Darkest nightfall. Complete any nightfall on hero difficulty or higher. For challenge XP+, bright dust, and a nightfall weapon. Commendation appreciation. Earn progress for giving 10 commendations in Vanguard, Crucible, and Gambit activities. For Challenge XP plus and Bright Dust and Lost in Legend. Complete a Lost Sector on Legend or Master difficulty for Challenge XP plus and Bright Dust.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: As a reminder, your daily Lost Sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armor you will find inside. But if you are new to the game or using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a Legend slash Master which you can either do solo or with a fire team, but you will only be able to earn the chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday August 1st will be sepulture on the Throne World for Exotic Boots, Solar Threat, Ark and Strand Surges, Ark and Solar Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Fusion Rifle with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Wednesday August 2nd will be Extraction on the Throne World for Exotic Gauntlets, Ark Threat, Ark and Strand Surges, Ark and Void Shields, Raider Shield Modifier, Overcharged Glaives with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Thursday August 3rd will be affiliates Rest on the Dreaming City for Exotic Chess, Solar Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Void Shields, Epitaph Modifier, Overcharged Shotguns with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Friday August 4th will be the Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City for Exotic Helmets, Solar Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Solar and Void Shields, Epitaph Modifier, Overcharged Swords with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Saturday, August 5th will be Bail round Drowned Wishes on the Dreaming City for Exotic Boots, Arc Threat, Void and Arc Surges, Void Shields, Stalker Shield modifier, Overcharged Snipers with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Sunday, August 6th will be Val's Labyrinth on the Cosmodrome for Exotic Gauntlets, Arc Threat, Void and Arc Surges, Arc and Solar Shields, Fire pit modifier with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. And finally back round to Monday August 7th will be the Exodus Gardens 2A on the Cosmodrome for Exotic Chess, Void Threat, Arc and Void Surges, Void Shields, Scorched Earth Modifier with Barrier and Overload Champions. Lead the way. Our 11th featured Nightfall of the season will see us face off against Saber 2 in the Fallen Saber Nightfall over on the Cosmodrome, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall is free to play. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall Featured Weapon, Exotic Gear, Enhancement Cores, Enhancement Prisms, Ascendant Shards and Adept Nightfall Ciphers. The higher the Nightfall difficulty the more common the drop will be, with the Featured Weapon and Exotic Gear being uncommon at Hero difficulty to be in common with Ascendant Shards in Grand Masters. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 3 Barrier and 7 Overload Champions, with 7 Void and 4 Arc Shields. Masters and GMs will have 6 Barrier and 12 Overload Champions with 3 Void and 2 Arc Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, maximum effective level 1765. Matchmaking is available. Enemies have extra shields. Champion's Foe, you will face Barrier and Overload Champions. You can either use Intrinsic Exotics, use a subclass debuff or unlock Anti-Champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Arc Threat, 25% increase to incoming Arc Damage. no. When defeated, Fallen Vandals spawn a web mine at their feet. Overcharged Weapons. Weapons overcharged from the seasonal artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic Weapons do increased damage when your subclass element matches an active Surge. Arc Surge. 25% bonus to outgoing arc damage. Another Elemental Surge. 25% bonus to an outgoing element's damage. Overcharged Weapon. 25% bonus damage to a specific weapon type. Galvanized. Combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend Difficulty. Maximum effective level 1815 includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment locked. You'll be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts. Master difficulty. Maximum effective level 1820 includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. Champions mob. This difficulty adds more champion enemies. Grandmaster difficulty. Maximum effective level 1815 includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. Joining progress is disabled. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone your team is returned to orbit. Limited Revives, gain additional revives by defeating champions up to a maximum of 20. And Contest Mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge. To Combat Champions this season you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of Intrinsic Anti-Champion Artifact Mods, which are Anti-Barrier Auto Rifle, Overload Scout Rifle and Overload Trace Rifle. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For anti barrier, the kinetic bow Wish Ender, the kinetic linear fusion rifle Arbalest, the kinetic pulse rifle Revision Zero, the solar energy hand cannon Ariana's Vow, the solar heavy sword the Lament, and the Titan Gauntlet Second Chance, which gain a second charge of a shield throw melee which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. And for overload, the void energy bow Monarch, the arc energy linear trace rifle Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun Thunderlord and the Warlock Exotic Boots the Seacan Filaments, which when you drop an Empowering Rift any weapon that is fired from inside the well can cause an Overload Champion to be stunned. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the Arc High Impact Frame Fusion Rifle Loaded Question. The Loaded Question has a base impact of 90, a range of 52 and stability of 25. It can roll with Controlled Burst, Reservoir Burst and Harmony with Envious Assassin, Under Pressure and Auto Loading Holster. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen and improve your recovery for a short duration. And the Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health. Lord Shaxx swings Mayhem to the Crucible for the 11th week of the season. Mayhem is where two teams of six players go head-to-head in a clash-type mode, with abilities and supers charging at an extremely faster rate than usual. Respawns are instant, and Power Ammo spawns are also much faster than usual. With a time limit of 10 minutes, the first team to get 125 eliminations is the winner. And, Clash will be returning this week in the Relentless Crucible playlist. Clash is a 6v6 PvP mode where level advantages are disabled. Points are gained through scoring kills against the opposing team. Players are not penalised for low map control and can bunker down together or fan out as they see fit. Strengthening numbers is paramount as a lone player can be picked off very quickly by a team shooting enemies. Heavy ammo can swing the balance of a match, so controlling the box can be the key to winning. Super usage, both offensively and defensively, is one way to break the deadlock. And Trials of Size Dominion will be back once again at the weekend, with a whole lot of rewards for players who do make it to the lighthouse and open the chest. These include the Hero's Wake Exotic Ghost Shell, the Valiant Memory Exotic Ship, the Survivor's Journey Exotic Sparrow, and the new Trial Shader, Glorious Patina. Trials of Osiris Dominion is a 3v3 PVP high stakes game mode with a twist of a capture point. In Dominion two teams of three go head to head in a battle for control of a capture point. Teams can either work together to capture the control point or eliminate the enemy team to win the round. Only available from Friday reset until Tuesday weekly reset, Trials gives every player the chance to shelf their PVP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a passage card a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials of Osiris will grant exclusive weapons, armor, pinnacle gear, masterwork materials and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of 7 games won and no losses. Five round wins will bag you the match for your passage card. By competing in Trials you do have a chance to pick up two pinnacle engrams from playing each week, one from 50 round wins and the other from winning 7 games. These do not have to be done all in one go, but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. That is amazing! Destiny 2's Summer Event Solstice moves into its final week, so this will be your last chance to craft those high stat armour pieces and light those bonfires for your loot. Solstice concludes on August 8th. Plus, there should also be double XP available in the Vanguard and Nightfall playlist this week. Also, don't forget with us moving into the final few weeks of the season, this is your reminder to start collecting all of your Season of the Deep Pass items, any items left over from Season of Defiance Season Pass items from Bungie.net, plus your Aboard Track items and engrams from Banshee44, The Gunsmith, Shaxx, Crucible, Zavala, Vanguard, Drifter, Gambit and Saint-14 Trials. Grab these before the end of the season as they will reset and you will lose all items when the new season starts. Don't forget you can also start hoarding those bounties to get a leg up on XP and artifact progression for next season. And that's it for the 11th week of Season of the Deep. Guardian down. So there you go. That's, that's happening next week as, we kind of, as this show releases. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of kind of finishing off your solstice, getting that done. There, there is a possibility that we have a double XP in the Vanguard and Nightfall playlist. And I say a possibility because for the last two weeks, Bungie haven't said anything about the double XP. But the previous week, it was Gambit. No, the previous two weeks ago, it it was was Crucible. Then Gambit this week that we're currently in. So in theory, it should be Vanguard, but they haven't said anything anywhere. I haven't seen it on Twitter. I haven't seen it on like the the Friday pop-up that says, oh, this is what's happening next week. So it's kind of taking a punt and having a guess of, well, Technically, it should be. And then I think for the week after, it should... Normally, on the rotations looking at it, it says that it's normal double uh, trials XP for so that kind of the week before. And then in the final week, it's normally a double XP and, and loot across all playlists. So, oh, a, a double XP and double loot in the Nightfalls. It's going to be one of those kind of things. And hopefully, they do tell us at some point rather than kind of not tell us because it it's frustrating trying to tell people and then you get to the week and it's only as you boot that week up that it says, oh, by the way, there's double XP available in the Gambit playlist. And you're like, why didn't you write a line on the thing last week and tell people? Because that would be handy to let people know because some people might not want to kind of play until that comes up like parody. So, yeah, where to the wise bungee. More information like that.
2: Yes. And if you're looking at your Solstice Armor, the Destiny 2 team did tweet out late last night. Uh based on player feedback, we're implementing Transmog for both the glow and the non-glow versions of this year and last year's Solstice Armor. This feature will go live with season twenty-two, so feel 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 free to shine bright like a guardian. And let your and get your glow on if you're interested in both looks. I know some people have said I really like the armor without the glows. And now you'll have an option to have glow or non-glow armor starting in the next season. Cool. So if you've been not solstice like I've seen couple people going, I-, I like the armor, but I don't want a Solstice because I don't want the glow on it. Now you could Solstice and get the glow or not the glow. It's up to you. Cool. And then we also did have a short little patch this week, patch uh, 7151 on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday? It was Tuesday, yeah. It's been,
0: it's, been a, it's been a long week for Destiny stuff. It, it,
2: it had. I, I really had to look at the dates on things and go, wait, what, what, when are we in now? What year is this? So if you're trying to do deep dives, um, the join-in progress has been enabled for the deep dives during the gameplay section of the activities, probably because half the community is trying to run an exotic and half the community is trying to not run the exotic. And so then you're stuck being people down one way or the other. So now join in progress is enabled again if you're trying to deep dive and uh, do one of those things and not the other because your other people have left you. And the seasonal activity, they fix the number of surge and skulls applied for multiple Vanguard Ops playlists and seasonal activities. Experience is now properly being rewarded for weapon crafting in the Solstice bonfire activity. So as we've been warning you the last two weeks, uh, you know, you weren't, you could put your crafted weapons on in, in the bonfire bash, but it wasn't doing you any good now it'll do you some good, you know, this week and as we recorded in this past week as we have recorded last week. So you can put your, your craft weapons on, use the one weapon you want to use
0: and uh, level the other ones up. I have been finding that in Bonfire Bash, which has been quite nice because I've been trying to level my, uh, one of my weapons up. The, it's a weapon that uh, Cool Guy recommended in his build video for the Ark Warlock, the Phylotactic F- Fal- Spiral which is a Pulse Rifle from Niamuna. Now, I got to the point of I had, I had four that I'd kind of picked up and were able to kind of have the red borders on. And it said in my inventory, you just need one more. And I was like, I need one more. So I went and played Neomuna stuff, I think, last weekend as I was kind of editing the podcast to see if I could get one to drop. And I, I played about three of Terminal Overloads to see if I can get them to drop. Didn't get anything. Then went back to, oh, God, what's his name? cloud oh, strider my, man cloud i went back to cloud strider man name i'm <laughs> also blanking on at, at his tower and found that i had one like an engram at the end of his reward track picked that up and it happened to be a red border it was like oh my god this is amazing it's a red border one and <laughs> was able to then craft it then i've been leveling that up in bonfire bash didn't didn't waste any of your harmonic uh harmonic things on it no but I, i've got a i'll come back to that in a second what i found in bonfire bash is if i'm shooting as many enemies as i can with that weapon and only using that weapon and then when the bonfire bash completes i get one full rotation of a level up so that's what i've been doing basically with that one weapon because i found that if you take it into crucible you can shoot people in crucible but you get to the end of the crucible match and it only gives you like 40 something percent it's like Ridiculous. It doesn't even give you a full percentage in Crucible for each Crucible game. So that was a really slow way of kind of leveling it up. So I just kind of stuck with the Bonfire Bash as I had loads of leaves. And so I've been leveling that up because the role that Cool Guy had in his video was Head Seeker and Keep Away. And I couldn't get those until I unlocked level 10, I believe it was, for Keep Away anyway. So I've now got it to that stage and then I'm going to kind of constantly use it a bit more to get the enhanced perks on there because I really want to try it because I I tried using it in Trials of Osiris last weekend, the kind of basic version that I had. And I think I had something like Gutshot on there and I had uh over under, which gives you more damage to over shields or slightly more damage to like guardians in there if they're protected. And it was doing okay. It wasn't I, I don't know whether it was the user error. I wasn't, I was being outgunned by a lot of things. Uh, Yeah, so. Always possible. It is, it it was always possible. But I I used the centrifuge, the exotic auto rifle from this season, because he'd also recommended that. I mean, he also recommended uh, Cold Heart as well, anything that kind of gave you art kills that you could kind of spec into. So I used the centrifuge for one game and it worked amazingly. They were all on the cap point um and i shot one guy and i must have got a headshot cuz he exploded <laughs> then did a lot of damage to the other two <laughs> i was able to then clean up with the centrifuge cuz i'd had it kind of um i was already kind of uh you you had it charged i had it charged well i i'd eaten my grenade for the the arc warlock build so the, my little arc buddy had kind of arced me up i was amped up i was ready to go which I thing keeps-
1: up. yeah let's go
0: Run. No, but, but if you're amped up and I think uh, it doesn't work if you drop a rift, but if you if you eat your grenade to create the arc buddy, it, it does amp you up. And it keeps the centrifuge at its peak level, so it does hella damage. And yeah, your final blows with a high charge cause an explosion and maximum charge explosions, blind targets. So I blinded them all, exploded them all. It wasn't so good after that, but you know, swings around about. It's, it, it's a learning curve. So I, I was really enjoying that. And I did find out that I went to Zur last week and I bought the scout rifle that I needed, which I can't remember the name of it, but it was, the, it was the only one that was kind of missing from the season of The Haunted. And I bought two of them from him and I was able to put two of the red border things in from the season pass and was able to then better go to the the enclave and, and craft it. So I, I was quite chuffed that that was a thing that I've kind of ticked the box to say, yep, yeah, that one's done.
2: Yeah, that tears of contrition can now sit in your vault and never to be used again.
0: Well, no, it's it's not going to sit in the vault because I haven't crafted it yet. Because my vault is uh, uh. my vault's crying. As well, Destiny Fun Police, it is. it's recommending v- blooming weapons to me. Even he's even put it in his videos now of doing some kind of anime thing. Going, Destiny Fun Police is recommending another video. People's vaults going. ah! I'm like, yes, stop recommending these blooming guns. Uh, although, admittedly, this week the gun that he was recommending. Is one that's craftable, so I've already got it crafted, so I didn't need it. But,
2: yeah. but is it the same gun he's recommended four months ago and just telling you again, hey, this is still a good weapon?
0: Well, it's I think it's the Fire Fright with air assault on it. But it is if that's available. With at, air assault. Uh, yeah. No. I think it was air assault and frenzy. No. You'd have to watch frenzy, the video to I find it. Yeah, them. but yeah. air assault? Were you gonna be jumping yeah. around with an auto rival?
2: Well, obviously. No, it's not no. obviously.
0: No, people don't. People I don't...
2: deny you. No, I mean, I- I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he can. He Destiny Fun Please can make it work. That I have no doubt in. Could but I make it work? Likely no. not.
0: But I, I did come across a weapon that I know everybody's kind of talked about, and I it's now given me the fever. I I need to get back into that raid and do that raid. Mm-hmm. That Rufus's Fury with the, the auto rifle <laughs> Oh my god. I, yeah. I I found the role that I want. I just need to go <laughs> in there and get the red borders to craft it. So what role do you want? Well I I bought like three or four from the chest at the end thinking I could put the red borders in but I couldn't because it says you know don't be silly otherwise everybody would have red bordered weapons that quickly. But I did I got like three no, but you but could
3: use you could use the the things to give
0: yourself as long as the weapon no, hasn't you, no. yet had a red border. No, right? you can't. If you buy it from the chest at the end of the raid, it doesn't give you the box to then put that red bordered um harmonic resonator thing into it. It doesn't have the box there. It's It was one of the, the conditions of like doing the raids and things that they said there were going to be certain constraints that you cannot just go to the end of the chest and, Purchase, 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 and then add those red border things to it to get the weapon. Well,
3: why not? You still have that you got to go after. Look, so well, Bungie it's Bungie says Bungie no. That's why yeah.
0: not. Bungie says no. But I, I was just silly. I just I, I splurged my my spoils and I bought about three three or four different rolls, and I I put them on my characters. And the first one that I leveled up was a frenzy perpetual motion high caliber rounds full ball So it had fifty four range, fifty eight stability. Um, and it, it did really well, and and I was like, oh, this is this is amazing, and I was going to delete this other role. Uh, it was just it was just an average role. It only had thirty nine range, uh, had sixty eight stability, and I was like, well, that's what masterwork now. But it, I think it was like fifty eight stability at the time. I was like, uh, I'll play with it. It had rewind rounds on it. Yeah, and I, rewind and paracausal. It's so nice. I I yeah, I've got that rewind and paracausal. But, yeah, but mine's a debt. Ah. I don't care. But <laughs> v wine rounds is amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: It, upon emptying the magazine, it refills sixty percent of the number of hits landed into the magazine from reserve. Always, round. and that happens more than once. Oh yeah,
3: people don't realize that. Like, like you get, like you empty a magazine, you get sixty percent of that back, and then you empty that sixty percent, and you get sixty percent of that sixty percent. Yeah, back. yeah. And then you empty that and you get 60% of that 60% of that 60%. (laughs) So yeah, dude, no, it's, it's
0: rewind is amazing. As long as you're landing your shots. Yeah. Because you, you, the thing is you don't, it doesn't do a reload animation. It just puts it in there straight away. So you just hold that trigger down. It's Mm -hmm. like a miniature version of sweet business parody. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. And I can't remember what the basic magazine, I think the basic magazine is something like 54. So I've put a, a backup mag on there and it was, it's given me plus uh, nine. Yeah, in 54. Sense. Exactly. Look at you. Your there memory. you go. It's given me 64 in the magazine and I was using it in PVE and it was just constantly reloading and I was just destroying things. And I was like, this is amazing. I then took it into okay. PVP. Oh my God. In trials. I, it just in, in common it's like i just hold the trigger down it's like a mini sweet business i am in love and as long the- as you're hitting pvp targets but you gotta remember like yeah, you, if the they're thing dodging is, your stuff and you're emptying your magazine you've got nothing to refill yeah, but if boy. i've got 64 bullets in my magazine they can dodge all they like i'm still going to hit them with something and it's still going to carry on but it's, it's a rapid fire. You still got to land like eight shots to kill somebody. I don't care. I love rapid fires. I've always said that I like rapid fires. No, no, no. I, I agree.
3: I like them too. But like, you're making it sound like it's it's like a three or four hit on a Guardian. No, that's like eight hits that you got to land. And then, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's a good gun. Yeah. Like, I have...
2: If you're I have, engaging someone, hitting those eight hits is not out of the question. No. Yeah. You know, if they're not two tapping you, you know you're you're engaged long well, enough to th- that, land that, those rounds. That's around. it,
3: though. That that's a big if in this economy right now, man. If they're uh, not two tapping you, and eh? oh, you're what not you're getting fighting, one it's, shot it's by not, a cloud strike, Eh?
0: Uh, th- that's what you're, like the high caliber you're, you're, you're rounds. Auto
2: rifle, cool. auto rifling, the cloud strike guy to begin with, but yeah, if, if you're if you're engaging with someone in a one on one gunfight and they're not significantly better
0: with you, you've got the time to land those rounds. See, and that's what I like the high-caliber rounds on it for, is that it, it gives you that extra flinch of like 720 flinch. I mean, I, I, I think I've also got ricochet rounds on it, but I, I've gone with the high-caliber rounds to give the extra flinch. And I do like the idea of the paracausal uh, affinity, which is final blows of energy types matching this weapon's alignment grant increased damage for a short period of time. Which that's fine it in Pv- That's fine in PvE, but I was going with an arc build for my warlock, but then I was it's thinking... It's also good in PvP. As soon as you get that one kill on a Guardian... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but that's it, just what It powers like. itself up. So, yeah. It says, Light Final Blows boost Arc, Solar, and Void weapons, and Darkness Final Blows boost Stasis and Strand weapons. So, as long as I'm on a subclass that can do damage with, like, Stasis or Strand, or I get the kill with that, uh, this weapon would be insane. So, I could get a Stasis kill with, like, a Stasis turret. So, I was thinking, maybe I should build into... Like a, a you you know that gun cool. counts yeah as as
3: okay because you don't have to make a build around it you just have to kill something with the gun and the gun it will
0: activate its own paracausal affinity yeah it, okay. so I I like that but I'm also thinking maybe if I get it crafted I can you can get the enhanced perks obviously but I'm thinking maybe target lock would also be a good one so damaging target increase target
3: lock I have I have a target lock with the what's the one that that doubles your magazine capacity. That would be reconstruction. Hey, yeah, I have a reconstruction target lock roll and it's it's good. But target lock is getting nerfed and nerfed and nerfed and nerfed and nerfed. And nerfed well nerfed no, they've they've already immortal.
0: touched it, but it's it's still quite good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking once I get it crafted, I can then play about with whether I want target lock or even tap the trigger. Tap the triggers is, is quite good on it. I'm not sure about hatchling um not sure no, about not harmony but yeah well. and it's either going to be like target lock maybe adrenaline junkie because you get increased damage with and handling from final blows with the grenade or this weapon so i could get increased damage with that as well so it's one of those things i'm not sure about frenzy with it though because i think frenzy takes too long to activate after being in combat for 12 seconds i'm like mm, i'll be dead in 10 maybe mm-hmm. nine so, I need something that's going to activate now. Okay.
3: Yeah, well, uh, that's another reason you don't want target lock, because target lock takes, oh, what is it, like 20 rounds to activate or some, some nonsense? Like, it's a lot to activate target lock, man. Okay. So, that that's why that's why I'm like, man, when it comes to target lock, paracausal is going to be better for you, or like you said, the demolitionist. That's, that's going to be your best option as far as powering the gun up, you know, like, quickly. You know, because as soon as you get that kill, you're going to get that that, that bonus and damage for the next guy. And you still hopefully have forty rounds in your magazine left to do the job. Yeah, the gun you're talking about, actually any of the the raid guns as the adept versions, they're really good, man. Like I know you're like, oh, you you know, it's it's just adept can't be that much better, but it is. You get you get an additional twelve. What is it? Twelve points uh, for the aspects of the of the gun as a whole right so like when when you when you level up your if if you level up your 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 masterwork that's 10 right there and all the other um all the other categories of that gun get a plus two bump right yeah so all categories get bumped and then you get to add stuff like you know uh uh freaking uh adept big ones right so you know you you do da- you do extra damage to both bosses and yellow bars with the same gun mm-hmm. without having to swap anything out. Or I mean you could do things like you, you know you'd probably use like a depth stability or a depth range or adept mag or whatever. I mean you have all kinds of adept mods you can use with this gun that makes it even better, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I mean the, the role that I thought you were gonna delete and I was like kind of hiding on my Titan, because I know you'd never look at my Titan. <laughs> It's my, is my rewind paracausal, fully decked out Rufus's Fury, right? Like, I spent a lot of resources getting that, you know, maxed out. And I was like, oh crap, he's going to delete that 100%. <laughs> so, that's my favorite gun. Like, hmm. out of all
0: the guns I've got in my inventory, is that Rufus's Fury Adept. It is so good. The thing is, with Adepts, though, you're kind of only limited to whatever it drops at. So, if you only get one that has got. Not really. Like, you, you, you can't craft an Adept. You can. You, no, you can't.
3: You can. Yes, well, you, you can. You can. So, you, what, you what can happens take... is w- with an Adept, you can pick the first two perks. Your second two perks, whatever those drop as, you're stuck. Right? And you're stuck with your masterwork. But yes, you can craft. You can take an Adept weapon and you can take it to as long as you've got the Red Warders available to craft it or whatever right you can take it to the thing actually i'll just show you I'll, yeah you're showing me
2: well while you're doing that i'll also mention that uh player progression in solstice is no longer blocked by by uh completing kindling objectives
1: mm-hmm. also
2: the issue with utility kickstarts were allowing more class ability um than they were supposed to has has been fixed so the utility kickstart mod should be back in the game and available now uh, they also fixed an issue where players were Canceling the activation of their super by picking up a diamond lance during cast, causing them to regain the ability energy. And they fixed an issue where people launchers were repeatedly playing their sound effects, their man cannons. Get it right, Bungie. Right. And they clarified the objective in the week five in the week five seasonal challenge, Battle Rhythm must earn progress in ritual activities specifically, which is the one that was saying go get kills anywhere in the system, and they meant actually in the ritual playlists. So that's it. Now that respawn is traveling and. I, I I feel dirty this week because I've been playing with a survivor's Ooh. epitaph, a hand cannon, which oh. which, which, which it, it it just feels dirty when I say it. But I have been doing some lost sectors. I, I I basically I've been I've been these last two weeks I've been playing in lost sectors for the armor pieces I've been missing on my titan and warlock. Going, I'm not. I don't even know if I care about most of them. Like the I want to throw my barricade. Like yeah, I, I want the option. I want it to be available to me. But like, it's not ones where I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna grab this and do a build around it. Mm-hmm. So I needed hand cannons for the unstoppable. So I'm like, okay, well, I've had the survivor epitaph sitting in my vault. It has all these lovely thumbs up on it. I'm like, you know, fine. Let's let's go play with it. Let's take it out. So I've been having a good time with it. It's got kill clip surplus extended mag and fluted barrel on it, which the internet say or AKA Dim tells me this is good and I should use it. So I've been running around with that, which I don't know. It feels nice in my in my old unskilled hand cannon hands. It has a recoil direction of 98 and a magazine of 16 with a wow. with a stability masterwork. So it's got a 71 stability, 78 impact, 32 range, it's a 180 RPM. So like, you know, I'm not bringing in the PvP, I'm not, you know, two tapping people from across the map. But it's really nice. It feels like the malfeasance. you know, it's it's 180, it's a slower firing firing but it feels like it hits hard and it's real steady and mm-hmm. i just i like the feel of it for again bringing into pve content doing lost sectors with it running around with it going i can sun champions with this real nicely <laughs> and i've become a complete warlock main this week and last week so uh, all hail the warlocks cuz i have
3: hey,
2: i don't know about that i not think you've gotten too I haven't, far there but i haven't i don't know arc, arc warlock is just well, i mean arc and really all the warlocks feel really good but arc warlock has just felt Stupidly ridiculous walking yeah. through things going, I could fire or I could just shoot one to then let the electricity do my work for me, and I barely have to do anything. Makes makes Ghost of the Deep real, real easy.
3: Well, I'd say the same thing about my Hunter, it's my most played subclass this season. Just because I punch something, lightning kills an area of stuff. I punch something, now I've healed. I punch something again. You know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, yes. you see so
2: right here, right here, you can't change this. Use the words so people listening to the podcast will yeah.
3: also have some so clue what your, you're talking your, about. Your frame, no,
0: no, so your uh, So explain, explain uh, to me, what. so adept weapons from raids, mm-hmm. yep. or is it just the uh, Root of Nightmares raid at the moment, the adept weapons you can craft? Or is it, um, I because think this is where I think that I got it wrong, is that, adept weapons when they dropped from like uh, vault of glass and uh, kingsfall weren't craftable i think that was a thing initially initially you couldn't
3: craft all of them initially it was just i think this raid and then the rest came out afterwards or i might have that backwards but you couldn't do them all at once right I, it 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 did it in steps
0: right i i can craft a normal rufus's fury but if i get an adept version I can also craft those, but I, I need five red borders for that you, as you're well. You're
3: limited, though. You're limited, though, right? Okay. So what happens is you're... you're um, so I've got your my friend. red... I've got,
0: do I need five red borders, or do I just need one, or is it three? You still, I mean, need, you still need the borders. You still need okay, five, so yeah. I need the, the weapons to drop with the red borders. Mm-hmm. I, once I've done that, I can then go to the crafting table at the Enclave on the Throne World. Yep. Y- you're then presented with a weapon. So talk talk me through it. So you've got the four. You're not presented with weapons.
3: You have to have. So once you have the red borders for the adept, you have to have an adept weapon that you want to modify. Right. You can't craft it from scratch like you can the other ones. Okay. You can modify
0: an existing. So if you get an adept weapon, that do you get adept weapons that have enhanced perks automatically in the final columns?
3: No. No. So you can give enhanced versions. You have to use enhanced alloys and other materials to get the right, first okay. one, and then even more materials to get the second one, and then etc. and so forth, right? So you have to use materials to level up each one of these. Um And then, of course, you also have to have some experience, too. You have to have experience to level these up as well, right? So right now it's level 20, because that's what I needed to get all these things. Mm-hmm. Now, you can change the first two perks to anything that's in the that's in its pool right see how i can just change these to whatever right these first
0: two i can make whatever i want to right so you can change the range and stability because you've got barrel perks yes and you have magazine perks you can okay. change those on all of them but it's the final two that are kind of the, you the damage you change perks.
3: these you can only make
0: these uh Enhanced. yes okay so, so you, you started stuck off with the weapon and you're stuck with this You started off with the weapon that wasn't enhanced, but you could enhance those using the the raid alloys and things like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you know, you'll see for your barrel and your magazine perk, you can change those. You can craft those into whatever you want them to be. The other two perks, you can, you basically your left and right column perks, you can enhance what they are, but you can't change them from what they
0: are. You can say, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can make it better, but you can't change it out to something different. So where on the, the weapon that says that you can craft, you know, that first box that you get with, that, you kind of highlighted at the moment, that says rapid fire frame, enhance intrinsic, tend to range mm-hmm. is when you get to the crafting table and on normal craftable weapons, it gives you the option of doing range. No, that, is, that is, that is stuck the way it is. Yep. Whatever the weapon drops as, so mm-hmm. you could have got one that had stability, 10 stability. Okay. Yeah, could have. So it's still kind of a lottery. Here's one that I haven't done yet, right? You can kind of tweak the the one that you got from the lottery. Okay, cool. Yeah.
3: So here's a Rufus Sphere that I haven't touched yet. It's an Adept, right? So the table, I want to reshape it. You have to use Spoils of Conquest 12, Glimmer 5,000, Legendary Shards 26, and then Enhancement Cores of 20. So I'll go ahead and apply this,
2: right? This is where you would go to twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life to see a live stream of this and also a visual indication of what he's been talking about.
3: Right. <laughs> so there, there's a fourth column on, hand, on 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 adept weapons that you have to give spoils. like where you would put like an adept mod or whatever.
0: After that, yes, there's another I've box. Seen, I've seen that on when you actually go into your inventory. It says three on yours. Exactly. Well, I've just upgraded it one time. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you see that
3: there's a one here and there's a two there. Well, I can't upgrade to the 2 until I've gotten to level 11. You see right there? requires weapon level 11. Now, once I go get it to level 11, then I come back and I can enhance it again. Uh, right? Okay. And then you got to go to level 16, I think. And then I can get to the third one. And then 20 is the last level. Right? And each one of these levels, I think, you can come in here and modify
0: the first slot as it comes. So now I should be able to re Yeah, there it is right there. So. so the different nodes you have to play with the gun and level it up to then unlock it to then add more stuff to it to enhance it even further to a point where you can't do it anymore. Okay. Correct. Yes. So yes, can you craft them
3: out of out of nowhere? No, you cannot. But you can take an existing adept roll that has it's it's gotta have the um the intrinsic trait that you want, and then yeah. the last two that you want, right? And then once you have those three, because at least you only need three, one, two, and three things that you want instead of all one, two, three, four, five, six, or whatever, right? Yeah. Once you get those three things that
0: you want, you take it, you play with it, you level it up, and then you can build it exactly how you want to. See, look, there is, there's so much stuff to do in the game. And you're telling me that, you know, there's nothing to do in the game. Well, which, I mean, I've I've got my god roll here. I've got my god
3: roll, all, all the other adepts that I have. Like, here's another adept. I, yeah, know, but, yeah, but many
2: people may not be. Maybe Many yeah. many people may not have stepped foot into these raids yet. There's still, you know, the raids are still there. The, the loot is still there to get. If you're chasing that, that fifth red border
0: or, un, you know, the raid exotic, the dungeon exotic, they're still there mm-hmm. to run.
1: Yeah.
0: And the good the good news about this is, if you are also chasing a Rufus's Fury adept auto rifle, like myself, now it will be available on August fifteenth from the first encounter challenge, which is Cataclysm called Illuminated Torment. This is where every tormentor must be killed by a player with a Field of Light buff. So it's the first encounter, so you've got more of a chance, I think, of getting that one done and getting adepts. So that might that final week. Before the showcase, might be the week that you find me doing a master raid respawn. I think I'm gonna need some help. All right, I'll find you a good <laughs> show. <laughs> Thanks,
3: because I hate like he's like, even now, and I'll go in and there'll be like one or two guys that don't know what's up, and I'm like, oh, oh my god. god, and luckily, there's somebody else that knows what's up, and I'm just like, cool, first encounter. I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna do Dude.
0: it. What? It's, it's it's the first encounter. It's not, you know. I've done that one. I know. The I know first that
3: encounter one. is kind of rough.
0: You know. No, especially it's it, if you're the ad
3: clear, you, you don't feel it. But if you are the um, if you're the guy that's got to go touch all the balls, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: and make them explode. Then it gets difficult. Yeah,
3: because <laughs> then you have to actually you, the the hard mode. It's 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 hard. <laughs> Uh, not just really? because of the mechanic, right? Because the, the mechanics are the same, but now you have to act as a team, right? And and your instinct as a guardian is to kill everything, right? So you're saying but,
0: running around like headless chickens and going, "Where is the tormentor? Where is the tormentor? Oh, he's over here! Everyone, run!" is not yes. a good strategy.
3: It's, it deal. is, but you can't always kill the Tormentor. Sometimes you have to get him close without killing him, because you gotta play with that timer. Oh yeah, yeah, you no, know we thing? know that
0: bit. We know that bit, okay. don't we, Parody? We did that bit. We know, oh, yeah. we know the timer thing. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously. You just have
2: to be careful what you're throwing at the Tormentor, because uh, you might be too strong. And when yes. Mr. Blue Screen says don't killing, might say, Well, about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should have told us <laughs> what that. Happened like, was. A couple of <laughs> seconds ago, maybe, before I threw that grenade at his face. Yeah.
3: I, so I try to throw grenades deep. at all. Yeah, honestly. I will bad. I'll, I'll, I'll go with like a double special build and a heavy, and I'll do everything I can not to throw nades, right? Um, suspend is really, really good for that. The more suspend you have, the better. Just because, you know. They, they all suspend, so they're not hurting you, and then you have plenty of time to get them to low health without them shooting the little purple jizz razors at you. Mm-hmm. Purple jizz, jizz razors. Mm-hmm. Got it. You know what I mean? And by the way, pro tip. Oh, there's a right? pro tip. Pro tip in here. There is a pro tip. The the ball that appears above his head and starts slinging those purple blades at you, Right, those purple blades hurt and can potentially one-shot you, right?
1: Yeah. But- mm-hmm. As soon as you
3: see it forming, if you begin to shoot it, you'll inhibit its formation. And then you can even destroy it before it even starts slinging blades at you.
0: Good pro tip there.
3: Yeah. And it's super handy in the final boss phase when the boss is forming that. And those do track the hell out of you and will one-shot you. So absolutely stop that from happening. Well, cool.
2: Shoot things before they shoot you. Got it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Or rather before it forms
0: but you chance well respawn there's some good news on the horizon for you uh, no i don't yeah there's you. been a developer insight into economy and rewards have you heard about this am i telling you for the first time am so i, telling you, the f- listener, I think the you time? are because i put in the chat the other day that it's like oh my god
3: guys did you know that if you dismantle this it just gives you the cores instead of you having to go kill a yellow bar And everyone's like, yeah, dude, you read that on the podcast. I'm like,
0: shut up. Oh, bless. So starting uh... with changes to ritual rewards. So starting in season 22, Bungie will be making some changes to post-match rewards for ritual activities that include strikes, crucible and gambit. Uh, Through the examination of player feedback, we know the cascade point of drops of recent added weapons in these activities is sometimes inconsistent and we want all players to play with the new toys when they're available. So starting in Season 22, players will be more likely to receive Ritual Engrams upon completion of activities within Ritual playlists. Secondly, rather than having to wait for next season, new Ritual weapons will be available to focus on their respected vendors starting as soon as they're added to the game. So basically, what we get at the moment is you'll get a Ritual weapon that you can only get in that activity, and you are kind of... Uh, it, it's down to RNG, basically. What role you get from that weapon? Now that weapon then goes into the loot pool for, say, Shaxx next season. So whatever it, is it—a machine gun or something? This I can't remember. Can't even remember what the weapon is this season. The that's ritual? only dropping. It's um last last right scout rifle. No, 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 scout. This, <sighs> No, no. This is the thing. This is, they they say ritual weapons, but oh, 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 oh they mean like like the nightfall loot. Like the swarm or the Wendigo. No, no. The, this is what's confusing. These are the weapons that they add one weapon to the loot pool.
2: For oh, each oh, playlist. Right. Ah, so they're saying ritual, and by ritual they mean we just threw these in here because these have nothing yeah. to do with ritual weapons. Because we've the, the quote ritual weapon for the season is that last right last right scout rifle. They're they're just talking about what they're throwing into the loot pool. Yes. For the upcoming seasons,
0: so I think the prolonged engagement is the submachine gun that is only dropping from Vanguard strikes. So this is the uh, stasis submachine gun. It's the orange one. Have you seen? You've seen? You must have seen this one drop. Yes. Now and yes. Then. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. these these are their ritual weapons. So there's a specific weapon that will only drop in that playlist at the end of games. They're very inconsistent, but when you do get them to drop they are that weapon that you can only get in that playlist the one in uh, crucible is the rocket launcher isn't it the i can't remember the name of it but it's the one that is just dropping like consistently oh no it's not what am i talking about it's the randy's
2: yeah yeah it Randy throwing knife
0: yeah randy's throwing knife is the one that is uh, dropping I was gonna say, consistently. that's the one, that's the one they're, th- they're throwing at us that's the one yeah so i was thinking yeah it's, it's, that's the one that you get thrown at uh, all the iron banner matches i'm getting uh, randy's phone knife so that is not available on Shax's reward track to craft you can't go and throw all your engrams at him and just go right i just want to keep re-rolling for that rather than kind of take the lottery of just playing the crucible match and seeing if i get one at the end So this is what they're talking about it's it's those weapons so i i honestly i can't because I haven't played Gambit, I don't know the Gambit one. parody. what one are you getting from Gambit? Is it a sniper or something? This yes,
2: season? it's a sniper, and I've deleted every last one of them, so I couldn't even tell you what it is.
0: There you go. So it's a sniper from Gambit. So going forward <laughs> next season, whatever the weapon is that they are putting into that loot pool, rather than it only being a drop at the end of the reward match, it will also be available in the reward track for said specific vendor That you get the engrams, you can then go, right, I want to take that engram and I want to craft it into that weapon and see if what role I get rather than kind of playing that match over and over and over again to see if I can get one to drop. That's basically what they're saying here.
2: Okay, so so by ritual, so they're not talking about like the ritual weapon, like here's the thing on the track for the ritual weapon. They just mean we're throwing these things into the loot pool. And and the things in the loot pool will also be obtainable... Focusable, whatever. You, you, you'll you'll be able to get more than one versus just hoping for the best that you'll get one. Or if you play Crucible, you'll have 79,000 of these to sort through.
0: Yes. There you go. Got it. But you, you probably still will have 79,000 of those to sort through as well. Oh, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Bundy, words mean things. Could, could we use the words how they're meant <laughs> to be used, please? Please well, and thank you.
0: Since they're talking about the weapons available for Season 22, here they are. So for Crucible, We've got Unending Tempest, which is a stasis submachine gun. For strikes, we've got the Lunar Rigorth 3, which is a, a solar sniper rifle. Gambit, you've got the Quar Vazan 5, which is a void machine gun. Nightfalls yeah. get their own kind of separate loophole, but they'll also still get the strike stuff, so they'll get that solar sniper as well. But Nightfalls will get Warden's Law, which is a kinetic hand cannon. The Pre-Astrian... Is a Warden's
3: Law that one that shoots two bullets.
0: Yes, but we'll come on to that in a second. The the Pre-Astrian four, which is a solar precision bow. And Iron Banner, Guiding Sight, is coming back, but it's going to be a Strand Scout Rifle. And Point of the Stag, which was the ritual weapon or the pinnacle weapon that you got from Iron Banner, is coming back, and that's an arc bow. So another one that we can kind of get different roles on. Trials of Osiris is getting the Igneous Hammer Solar Hand Cannon and the Catrophy GL3 Strand Heavy Grenade Launcher.
2: So one returning and one new. Yeah, there was there was a lot of talk this week about, because initially for the Nightfall, that that precision bow they had named, it, it was named something else, and people were screaming because it was literally just, they, they were like, you're just going to reskin like a blue weapon and then call it this. And they were like, no, no, we put the wrong word in the thing. It's actually <laughs> yeah. the pre-Asterix, Asterix, whatever they. It's actually this thing, which, and that's why it says updated on seven twenty six. So if you read this, going, this is garbage. Well, you know they, they made a mistake, and it's not. Well, I mean, it, the weapon may still, I mean, be it's garbage, still probably going to be garbage, but, but, but <laughs> it's not the same thing. It, 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 it you know, it's not whatever blue weapon or whatever it was that they were saying
0: at first. Hey, it's just this exact same weapon name, and they actually call you out respawn. They say you'll notice right away that we're bringing back a certain type of hand cannon, and actually making a new archetype something that was actually alluded to in our previous developer insight article. And they've got more information to share about this very soon. As soon as in the 12, the next day, basically. But before we get there, we're going to, we're going to make respawn a little bit happier. We have a new masterwork material caps. So, I did see that. Yes. Have you ever lost a stack of golf balls respawn? Shut yes, up. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> And I've, I, I've seen a, I've mean. seen a lot of people moan and complain about this. That the old cap they say is ten, but we all mm-hmm. know it was forty because if you had ten on your inventory and you had thirty in each postmaster, that makes forty. But the new cap on your character is going to be thirty. But there is a caveat to that. So these will the, no longer drop into the thing. They will no 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 longer drop into the thing, which is known as the postmaster. That one, but. If you already have 10 in your postmaster, they will stay there. So you could potentially have 10 on each character and then stack another 20 in your inventory. So this is for your golf balls. This is your ascendant shards. Ascendant alloys, which are the ones that you need for crafting, they used to be 10, they're now going up to 30. Enhancement prisms are going from 50 up to 100. So again, (laughs) you could have 50 on each character and then another 100 in your vault so there you go that's good good stuff but yes they will not be going into your postmaster if you're maxed out on your characters why just just use them put them into anything and everything so that you then when you do get it at the end of the believe active...
3: it or not you run out sometimes dude like now, honestly speaking i had run out of exotic armors to level up <laughs> but then you point.
0: don't you don't need any more then that's it that's it just... no no
3: sir you you always need more no. Yes. I can't believe I'm saying this to you, of all people. Yeah, you always need more, okay? More vault space, more guns, oh, I need, I more, need more shards, space, yeah. more everything. Yeah.
0: yeah, I do. I mean... Yeah, more vault space, absolutely. Ma- maining a warlock for the last couple of weeks, I, I've definitely run out of golf balls and shards. Oh I've my kind god, of... it's, it's
3: two warlocks and a hunter now with WTF, guys. That was last week. Did you not yeah. read the title of the show?
2: No. No, he didn't,
0: yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of We're all about warlocks now <laughs> yeah i'm I'm leveling up all my armor for my warlock, maxing those out and um masterworking mm. them, so yeah, I've been having good fun, and i've yeah, I don't think i've 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 got one golf ball i've I've got one from somewhere, so probably yeah. your your seasonal track possibly I've done something to earn it, so yeah is mean, a strong worker. But that, you know, that does bring us on to this week in Destiny or this week at Bungie, as we still like to refer to it as, for the 27th of July. Mm. Now, parody and I did tell you about all the stuff last week, so we're not going to go into that. But for this week, Bungie are diving into raid date and time. There you go. There's a raid date and time for the upcoming reprise raid. Veil containment behind the scenes. And let's talk Warden's Law, which I know respawn is going to be excited about. If they
3: fix it, no, honestly, if they Uh, fix it, they could be excited.
0: They
2: gave it an entirely new archetype, which I was trying to remember what week it was where they talked about, you know, they basically created an entirely new, you know, a subfamily of hand cannons for the warden's law. And I was trying, I I can't remember when we talked about it. And my search skills are failing me.
0: (laughs) But yeah, we've got that coming up. It's week two of Solstice. So let's go. Economy overhaul, which we've already kind of talked about, plus a nod to Dead Man's Tale. Time to vote on the map, and I think we've already voted on the map, so that's already gone because there's trials up this weekend, unless it's for the next week. I think it was for the next week. Oh, there you go then. Maybe we still got time to vote for those. And there's a win for accessibility, uh, art of the week, and movies of the week. So
3: It's a win for accessibility? What would you do without asking somebody who really needs the they, accessibility? They won an award, award that
0: we told, we told you about last
2: week. But uh, the they well, talk about economic accessibility. Besides you you yeah. just can't see mm-hmm. colours. Other
0: people have other issues. That's true. So Reese I need you to save this date. This date is Friday, September first, 2023. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the date that the reprise raid comes back on. Now I know what you're thinking. There's a lot more games coming out on this day. I, I believe that there's a game Actually, called. I don't Starfield. Think about it at all. I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> Starfield, maybe, that, that I've heard people talking about is for early access is also coming out on this day, which is a reason why maybe Bungie have kind of plumbed for this day rather than before, because this is ten days after the new season. And I heard DCP say, you know, this is a bit confusing. Why why is it ten days and not three days? Unless there's going to be a large increase in your light that you have to kind of go away and get. So they they were kind of guessing at that. But there are a few things to keep in mind. Just like when Kingsfall and Vault of Glass returned, contest mode will be enabled for forty-eight hours, which means your power level will be capped to make enemies more of a challenge, basically. So there is that. It's going to be harder to do in the first forty-eight hours. So if you're thinking about this, and there is a a light bump, then each uh, like encounter goes up like. I think it's about 10 in light for each encounter however many encounters there are depending I think it if
3: should it's be four it usually four encounters four yeah sometimes Du-dually.
0: sometimes there's five but then if it's going to be uh if it's going to be crota you've got the lamp uh, section you've got the bridge section you've got the death singers and then you've got crota so you have got kind of four so yeah uh if you've got say the Wrath of the machine we've got the tv room then is it zamboni and then
1: <laughs> yeah was
0: it was it tv room zamboni and then it was just the final boss no you had the sparrow race too oh no wrath of the machine oh right Ra- yeah.
2: uh that's not scourge of the past they're different. yeah my
0: bad um i think it was wasn't it i mean there was a lot of kind of going through different rooms and pushing buttons no, there, were,
3: there was a fourth another was a fourth Trying
0: to think Oh, no, the opening, wasn't it? Sorry, the opening bit with the boss outside of the big uh, flaming kind of ship that we kind of go through. So you've got the opening area, then we've got the TV room, then the Zamboni, and then you've got the final boss. So, yeah, there's, there's kind of four encounters, I guess, with that as well. So, yeah, four. But anyway, we don't know what it is. It could be Leviathan, could be Crown of Sorrow, could be Scourge of the Past, could be the Raid Layers, all tied into one. We just do not know but clearing the raid with contest mode active is the first step to accessing challenge mode. And then you can select that from the director and there's going to be secret triumphs because they're not going to tell you about it beforehand. So completing the secret. What is the point of that? Because you have to guess at what the mechanics are. This is the kind of secret. It's a secret. So completing the secret triumphs will consist of a curated list of challenges that must be completed in challenge mode will be how a fire team can snag the world's first title and get that sweet, sweet belt. Uh, we all know Saltagrepper is going to get it. Or, or was it? No, he didn't get the last one, did he? No, he did not. No. Oh, well. Wow. Some uh,
3: new no names got it. Yeah.
0: To enforce the triumph requirements in challenge mode, your fighting will wipe if you fail to succeed the conditions during the encounter. So you'll know if you're doing it wrong when you get wiped. So it's a handy little help. Are we going to be doing this I don't day know one? if
3: that's a help at all. We wiped. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> what did we do wrong? I don't know. What did we do right? I don't know.
0: <laughs> So normally this goes live at reset on that day although I do believe one time they did delay it for an hour but they haven't given us a time for it so it could be at reset because I think last time we had the Route of Nightmares when that went live that went live at reset which was quite nice it just kind of all rolled into it was very smooth so yeah we could have that and if it's a reprise raid there might be a lot more people trying to do it because if you've been around since destiny one and you know those raids or if you've been around in destiny two and you know those raids because we don't know which one it is
3: does anybody even remember what weapons if any we got
1: from crota yeah i i don't oh not even a little you got the black hammer but you can't have the black hammer
0: now no (laughs) you got uh was there oversoul edict yep oversoul edict there you go. The Abyss Defiant. Abyss Defiant.
2: The Glohu Cosmetic, most importantly, for oh, hard mode clears.
0: Glohu. I love a bit of Glohu. Um, uh, he's laughing, but I did. I loved well, a bit of Glohu. Wasn't Necrochasm? Wasn't the Necrochasm
2: quest part of that?
0: Yes. Necrochasm. Uh, the Husk of the you, Pit Necrochasm you, yes. thing. That was
3: that auto-rifle that started off as a white, wasn't it? And then we became yes. exotic?
0: Yeah. It, it was a 900 RPM, wasn't it? Auto-rifle. A, was a, like a bit like the auto-rifle we got from Trials. I can't remember the name of that one. That one was a really cool one.
3: I remember it looking a lot like the um, the poison submachine gun, visually.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Abyss Defiant.
2: Your, prim- your primaries were Abyss Defiant, Word of Crota, Oversal Edict, the Fang of Iryut. Yes. Specials were Light of the Abyss, Swordbreaker,
0: and Black Hammer, and your heavy was the Song of Iryut and the Hunger of Crota. So, 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 very hungry. So, to get the Necrochasm, you had to go into the. You had to get a husk of the pit, which was a white weapon to drop in the open world, and it was. You got it mainly if you went around and found these knights that were kind of just sitting around the Cosmodrome. Once you got that to drop, you then had to level it up to the next point, and I can't remember it was it was it was, it was a, a green weapon, and I can't remember the name of it.
2: Anyway, the, 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 yeah, it, there was a whole exotic quest line of yeah, getting that to drop and then going and working through, and it would change weapons and
0: change types. And then Crota was part of the
3: yeah, it went from white to, to blue, blue to purple to exotic.
0: You had yeah. to you had to fight Crota multiple times because you needed a crux of Crota. To infuse yep. into the weapon to turn it into the exotic auto rifle, and I can only tell you what it is on Destiny. Ike managed, but it says an RPM of 100, which I think is way more than a 900 RPM uh, submachine gun at the moment. The impact was two because it fired so fast. Had a range of 14, stability of 82, reload of 76, aim assist of 65, and its exotic perk was Curse Springer. With kills with this weapon trigger a cursed thrall explosion, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and is that where that where word... And it made that little was... the thrall exploding noise as well when you got a kill with it?
2: Yep. Was Dragon's Breath part of the part of the loot table? Wasn't that like a random drop out of there?
0: No, I the think Dra- that was just no. a random world re- Okay.
2: I'm going I'm, I'm going and looking at you know old articles from twenty fourteen with raid loot tables with half the links broken, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: So has anyone gone and done anything in the veil containment?
2: No, I I went to it once and then
0: realized I had my sound off. So they were talking to me and I wasn't hearing anything. So, so I think this is kind of in the, the 12 this week, they've done a, a a narrative team have done a little bit of a blog on what does it offer the, the veil containment and the, the story going forward? Because I think like we've pointed out many times and other YouTubers and Streamers and content creators have said it's in the game, go and listen to it because it will tell you more of the story. And I think the final part of it had something to do with Maya Sundaresh and the future war cult lady, which I can't remember the name. Um, Lachmi, that's the one, and there was a lot of kind of lore implications for that. It's a bit like I heard people kind of compare it to the gunsmith, and who was the gunsmith guy from Deepstone Crypt? Anna Bray's father. Grandfather, Clovis Bray, Clovis. You know how Mm -hmm. Clovis and the gunsmith are tied. Of
3: well, the gunsmith is Clovis. So
0: yeah, this is this is very similar. So go and check out the law and the veil containment on Niemuna, bottom left of your screen, big badge. And I think now that it's kind of been out for X amount of weeks in the season, you can just keep going back and going back and going back and listening to the dialogue to find out the the information. If you want to. Yeah. It's,
2: yeah. And it's, it's just basically going to, and it's, it's pure narrative. You'll, you'll, you'll zone in and it puts you in the room basically right before you get to the Callous. final fight in the, yeah, to, to callus in the campaign. And you walk up with the terminals and hit play and you'll listen to audio. Like there's no fighting. There's no mission. There's no quest. It's, it's purely go and listen to this.
0: Mm-hmm. And for season 22 and 23, there will be more additional entries to unlock. So there's going to be more story to be available.
2: You know, Bungie, there's this there's this medium of storytelling using audio that that I think I think you should look into. It's it's really exciting. It's it's new and and upcoming. Called podcasting, you can take these audio files and then put them out for people to listen to, and then we could do that. They can find them and listen to them, and and it'll be good times.
0: We could do that. I
2: think, okay. you should look, it, It's sort of like radio, but you yeah. need less towers.
0: Oh, okay. Little
2: little things like this It's like, I understand you want to put them in the game, but I'm like, Bungie, I would absolutely listen to this, but not while I'm playing your game. If I'm playing your game, I'm going to go play the game.
3: So are are you asking Bungie to make a podcast? I'm I'm
2: asking Bungie if you're going to give me audio snippets of things, let me load up the Destiny 2 app and play those audio snippets, even if it's things I've, you know, you know, make me go find them in the game first. Fine. But like, let me listen to them not standing in this room in the game. That's all I'm asking for.
0: (laughs) But it's funny that he says that. Bungie actually did have the Bungie podcast, which Mm -hmm. uh, their last one was back in November 2017. And I think that's just before we headed into Destiny 2. But before that, they would kind of do one sporadically every like month or couple of months talking about the game. And it was something that they kind of wanted to keep going. And then they kind of just stopped. So maybe, yeah, parody's right. Start your podcast back up. Get somebody on it. Get- Mercules can catch you. They know how to do a podcast. Yeah,
2: if, no, you, no, you know, no, no, no. I-
0: if, if only you
2: had somebody there with some, you know, if only you had, you know, people working in the company who had, you know, I don't know, audio experience of some sort of, it, it's a pity you don't have any of this. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, it's like, this is just my, my ongoing call for, you know, give me ways to engage with the Bundy storytelling. That's not standing in a room, listening to people talking to me in audio. Like, let, le- le- I would happily listen to all this, but not while I'm using my limited playtime. That's all. That's all I want, Bungie. I will listen to your story, but you have to give it to me sometime out, somewhere outside of your game.
0: Yeah. In the twab, Solstice is in its week two, so make sure that you go and get your Strand Rocket Launcher, the crowning duologue. Respawn, is this something you've kind of been looking at? Because we were talking last week about potential roles for this, or maybe it was the week before when you were here. I got a pretty good role, but I don't know if I got anything close to a god role. Well, I got the role one of the roles that I wanted, which was chain reaction with auto loading holster, because it's a precision frame with the small auto tracking missiles. I've got kind of the target lock auto, like yeah, locking onto people. So I don't need one that that's got that in it. So I can go for damage and then auto loading, so I can stow it and then it's back out again. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm holding onto that one. The blast radius is 50 and the velocity is 46. So it's not, as people were saying, it's not amazing. But if it's tracking, it's going to do something on the person. So I'll keep it for now. But yeah.
3: I got an ad clear version where if I kill a bunch of people, I start to
0: spawn the uh, little threadlings. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not not concerned about that one. But moving into Warden's Law. Yes. How are they changing
3: the archetype? Yeah. So it's not so trash anymore. Yeah. So, so
2: Warden's Law back in the middle of June, so in the in the 12 for June 15th, 2023, they detailed that it's going to become a heavy burst hand cannon. Change the Warden's Law legendary hand cannon to be the first member of our new subfamily, the heavy burst hand cannon. This fires two-round bursts and is overall much more satisfying than the previous version, while still benefiting from some of the unique properties of the original.
0: Oh, I hate the way they said that. So
2: that's what they said then. Do they say anything different now?
0: Well, it says the initial version of the New Warden's Law pretty much had it become a legendary version of the Crimson, complete with a three-round burst. No but way. Minus no, the no. healing and kill. Uh, no, this is what it was originally. And while they felt that was fun, it never felt right. Because it wasn't
3: a legendary freaking version.
0: First of all, (laughs) it it had two round bursts, not three, right? No, no, but I think this is when they were kind of uh, changing it. And they didn't want to take that away from Crimson itself. So they went through several variations.
3: The second thing is, instead of each bullet having its own damage, you had the overall damage of the gun, and that was divided between each round, right? So... You had to land both of the rounds to get the damage that the gun specified, and more often than not, that second round would miss. You like, you had no idea where it went. You know what I'm saying? And they're Hmm. supposed to have really high stability, really high or really low recoil, right? So both of those rounds were supposed to land in approximately the same spot. So how that second round just kept going into freaking Narnia? Who knows, right? But that was the big problem, is that second round, a lot of the times, wasn't hitting, so you're getting actually half the damage of that gun, you know, which was a big problem. And then, of course, mm. there's a two-round burst, and, you know, the, the way they did the damage with the two bullets was it was dumb, you know? Even with, like, even with like pulse rifles or the Crimson, each bullet has its own damage, right? It doesn't take the overall damage and divide it by three. Whereas the Wharton's Law did take the overall damage and divide it by two for each bullet, you know? And I was it was a yeah. cool idea, but in practice, the gun was
0: very well. Uh, I think they're still going to stick with the cool idea because they said they've gone through various different variations of it before settling on a two round burst with a slightly longer delay between shots than normal. So, normal burst fires at 900 RPM. This one fires at 600 RPM. So, they've made it worse? <laughs> well, I'll. Oh. Okay. They wouldn't, mm. they wouldn't have put it back in the game and made it I mean, that worse. They made
2: it different. We'll see if it's better or worse. I, I remember that gun just well, you just that, kicking like a horse all over the place, like trying to land uh-huh. that second burst. I mean, that's why you couldn't land the second shot. Was It was just, it was, just the recoil on that gun was ridiculous. So yep. I, I'm curious to see how this plays. If you between
3: shots even further, you're even more likely to miss that second shot because that gun's going to ride up a lot more before that second shot comes out now.
0: Yeah, I mean they, they said that they want to kind of they wanted to give players a reason to run it over the standard 120 RPM hand cannons, like especially in PvP or time to kill and the recoil pattern. So it is something that they're kind of I have faith in Mercules. Mercules knows these weapons inside and out and from what he's been doing, oh I, I mean yeah, I mean some of them he's kind of had to kill down, but, you know, he knows what he's doing, I think, with these weapons, and not specifically him, but I think a lot of people at Bungie are now kind of refining these weapons to be good weapons, but not over-the-top weapons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they want to make it kind of viable for people to use in PvP. They want to make sure that the recoil pattern isn't kicking like a mule all over the place. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to with it. It's something to look forward to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll soon get the, the YouTubers' reactions to say, this gun is trash or this gun is, you know, you have to get this gun. You, you need this role. I mean, that, that's, I suppose, the good thing about it. It's coming back with different roles and different perks on it. So you can build into it as you like, I guess, which is quite nice. And then we, we, we don't need to talk about economy because we've already talked about economy. Mm-hmm. We've we told Respawn about that. Mm-hmm. Did you know, though, Respawn? Dead Man's Tale will be added to the loophole for exotic mission rotators when pressage is available. This will make Dead Man's Tale craftable, so get those crafting pants on because it's about to go down for DMT lovers. Mm -hmm. Did you know that that doesn't matter because it's still going to be crap because of how many times they've nerved it. (laughs) (laughs) So because you can craft it or grab it from exotic mission rotator, the exotic scout rifle will not be part of Zer's wares in season 22. Mm -hmm. But it'll always be in this heart. I'm not sure it'll be there either. So, do you want to vote for a long range map? A long range map? Or a. Anomaly! Is it going to be Anomaly? Or is it going to be Cathedral of Dusk? Or Vostok? Cathedral of
3: Dusk sucks. I don't even play PvP and that one sucks. The one in the middle sucks. I don't even play PvP and that
0: one sucks. Vostok doesn't suck. The one at the end is amazing. Okay. So, you can cast your vote from August 1st (laughs) to August 2nd. For those who have registered for the official Bungie emails. And doesn't get their emails deleted by somebody else in their household. Yes. So. <laughs> and Parody and I did talk about it last week that uh, Bungie did win an award for accessibility from Games for Change. Cool. And they do detail this in a live stream from in their 12 this week. So if you want to check that out, go and check it out. But I'm going to hand it over to our player support team, Parody, for our latest player support update. Well, we
2: do indeed have a report. We don't have a you know snippy little opening to it, so you know we just have the report. That's it. So uh, there is was a kindling armor issue. They are actively investigating a fix for the issue. With has been discovered alongside the solstice quest chain after the update seven one five one one out this week. So you know fix a thing, broke a new thing. The issue has kept the kindling pop up active for some players and further blocks quest progress when rekindling all armor on one character. So if you're seeing that, maybe try a different character, maybe it'll work, because remember once you upgrade all the armor on, say, your Warlock, you don't have to upgrade the armor at all on your Titan. It's just there, all upgraded, ready to be rerolled to get those double 20 spiky drops. It can be yours. There is a re- reminder about the event card. While Solstice is currently live, the event card is also active. The event card is also accessible during the Solus event, so players should be sure to claim any completed objectives or rewards before the event ends on August 8th. Because unlike the season pass, once the event ends, any unclaimed rewards will no longer be available to claim. So claim them or lose them, and then you'll be sad because you've lost them. So don't be sad. You should bring a Sparrow to a bonfire fight. So beginning this next week, so basically as you hear this show... You'll be able to use your sparrow in the, in the last in week. Bonfire. In the last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so so for week three of Bonfire, uh, you'll be able to pull your sparrow out to race from one end of the map to the other versus just launching yourself into man cannons and hoping for the best. And of course, other than the first known issue we mentioned, there's other known issues. Uh, several solstice items are missing from collections. We don't know where they are, they're, they're just missing. They have um, identified and temporarily turned off performance optimization. They caused flickering for some transparent objects on the NVIDIA 3000 and 4000 series cards. They are investigating a permanent fix for all players using those cards, but they do anticipate minimal impact overall performance. So if you're on PC running NVIDIA 3000 and 4000 series cards and seeing flickering, um, yeah. That's probably why. The Solstice Challenge in the hot seat is not progressing from all Neo-Moon activities, no it is certainly not. Players can still complete this objective by completing Lost Sectors or the Hypernet Current Strike. Also, Terminal Overload works because that's how I was able to get mine finished and completely. So, Terminal Overload, the Hypernet Current Strike, and the Lost Sectors to get that uh, activities on the Amuna thing done. Because nothing else progresses the activities. Certain Honored Centurion and Gilded Precept Lost Sectors are abnormally bright. So the future is bright. Grab your shades and then you'll be good to go. And due to an issue, they have temporarily disabled bolstering, here you go, respawn, bolstering detonation, focusing strike, impact induction, and momentum transfer armor mods. All of those are disabled currently. And that's it. That That's all, all that's broken. Just our, you know, mods, collections, uh, video, and uh, Neomuna B, Neomuna. Guns,
3: game, yep. Listen. My ass just can't even access
2: them because you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in the distance, ACDC's Thunderstruck plays. For a Thunderstruck. The and there's a movie of the week with uh, hunters doing hunter things. And oh, oh, oh there's fun. there is certainly some art of the week. I will I will leave it at that. There there <laughs> is there, it exists. It is present.
3: It's a scream <laughs> with a face.
2: It is nightmare fuel, and that's it. Both things can be true. Yeah. Until next time, hippie should go, and uh, there's a kitty cat. Is a kitty cat for the hippies? Maybe I don't know. Hippie wrote the 12, and there is a kitty cat, so you could say that wouldn't be wrong.
1: Hmm. Well, well that's, uh apparently
3: that's it for this week. Sorry about the stream. I don't know what's going on with my router. Uh, but, yeah. um, why,
0: why no, is it uh, no, no, wait, wait, what? No? wait, wait for him to There's remember. More? Uh, I'd, I'd like to discuss something with you guys before we go. Okay. Fair enough. So I've been listening to a hell of a lot of stuff in the last week. Just exactly. stuff anyway. we've talked about it and everybody, everybody's talked it to death and nobody has hit on what's coming after the final shape. Now we we've talked about it and, We've mm. it's been thrown around in the community that maybe the Vex are the big bads at the end. You know, they they swoop in at the end and go, right, we've seen who, who the winner is out of the you two and we're gonna take you out. And that is gonna be the big bad going forward. Now stay with me on this one. It came to me like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, an just, epiphany. Oh. I had I had an epiphany that nobody else has kind of thought about. Now we've talked about this about maybe facing warlords iron warlords going and seeing how you know the vanguard was created we'd like to see tv shows we'd like to see movies we'd like to see this we'd like to see that but what would happen if that was the game going forward what happens if the vex swoop in at the end of the final shape and they quantum leap us that would be amazing you think about it they swoop in at the end of the light and dark saga and somehow transport us across time, space and timelines. So it doesn't necessarily have to be our timeline. We, we could be put in the past. We could be put in the present, like a, an alternate present at futures. You know, our guardian is the key to bringing the, the, you know, an end to the vex. So they kind of click their fingers and we're out of the equation. And then for the next 10, 15, however many years, Bungie want to kind of pursue this quantum leap thing. Cause let's face it, they made several seasons of Quantum Leap that just kept going and going <laughs> and going, and storylines just, you know, jumped into a different person and that carried on. You imagine playing for like a whole year of back in the Iron Warlord era, and then the next we get we've we've completed that bit, with you know, the Vex have gone, oh no, we'll have to, you know, or we're chasing them through time, or something is happening that the Vanguard are helping us kind of like Aldid navigate us through to get us back to a point where we can defeat the Vex. I think that would be amazing. I think it would solve so many problems for Bungie. You imagine at the end of the Light and Dark Saga, we've got all this power creep, we've got all these weapons, we've got all this armor, and the Vex come in and they snap their fingers, and we're kind of terminated, basically. So we're sent back, past, present, future, whatever, you know, whatever the storyline is going to be. But we can't take anything with us. So that solves power creep. That also saves the vault issue. And weapon issues they could either do that first per season they could either do it per year or every three years you know that the, a big big expansion or a big kind of update to the game will wipe you because you're being transported from like the past to the future or vice versa or wherever you know different timeline and that is the reason why we cannot access it but Bungie could also have uh you know a, kind of get out clause of like we, we found an old vault that we can have access to that gives us certain things back you know there could be different ways that they could bring things into it we've always wanted to see the various different histories of like the vanguard and the warlords why not get to fight the warlords as part of the story maybe it's not our timeline as i think elsie bray alluded to is is kind of it's like the mcu sacred timeline r1 is that timeline but there are other timelines where things have got a lot darker and stories have got a little bit different. Like you keep saying about, like the the callous thing with like making it, making us feed the the drifter his own ghost. Mm-hmm. What happens if that is an actual storyline and we are there participating in that storyline? Yeah, I mean a multiverse. Why not? You know? Why not? I mean it's it's been around for a while. Nobody has mentioned it, but if if they if they somehow kind of. Are able to quantum leap us so that we cannot take anything through to a, a, a season or an expansion, so that that kind of keeps that power creep and that the, the
3: that could be that that could be what the, the 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 witness is doing inside of the traveler. When we go in there to the traveler and you know K is helping us navigate the whole thing or whatever, maybe that's exactly what he does. Maybe he quantum leaps us
0: somewhere else. You know, it it would also kind of get around the fact that. If they want to kind of move from the older generation consoles to the the newer generation consoles, they could also say that there is a cutoff for Destiny Two at this point. The end of Light and Dark Saga, that is it. But going forward, you will, you can uh, at some the final kind shape of is a PC. <laughs> <laughs> no, the final shape was a PlayStation Five. We went over this. <laughs> you, you somehow that there is like your I mean, uh, and we've also said like in the past we want our ships to be the thing maybe the ship will be the thing going forward it will be our relay to the tower so mm. we can communicate to the tower we can then access stuff from destiny 2 so destiny 2 is still there in a kind of like star Trekky way of you know the the hologram room whatever the the whatever that was called um holodeck yeah like like the holodeck There's so we have we still theory. could go what
2: this is involves that? the invention of radios which do not exist in the Destiny community, in the Destiny world. There is no, there is <laughs> they no do. real-time two-way
0: communication. <laughs> Look, I, I've been thinking about it a lot. And people have, over the, over the years where we've been saying all these different things, and I, I'm sure Bungie have listened, and we've seen Saint-14 trapped in an endless loop of going through all these different timelines. We We had to run through those corridors of time to kind of rescue him and figure that out osiris as well we we had to go through those different branches to then rescue him and bring him out of it it's it's in the game and nobody has kind of touched on it we could still have maybe the because we we maybe lose all the vanguard at the end of the light and dark saga uh, we still have like a contact in the destiny world that will link us to soul but we are no longer in soul i think this also gives bunch of the opportunity to take us out of soul and give us new planets so if the vex move us somewhere in the future past present whatever and they take us across the solar system to fight in a different area it also gives us or also gives bungie the opportunity to still give us the same enemies that we have fought but Uh-oh. in different variations
3: no, i want bungie i want no, to see I know the actual what you because they say that the vex that we've been yeah. fighting up to now are just like the the foot soldiers
0: the the, yes, the elite we that. haven't even seen yet but it will also give Bungie, if, say, for instance, we are transported back in time, we would still then have to fight a Cabal race that are no longer our friends at that point, or a different timeline where the Hive are like super race of Hive. You know, you, you imagine a huge stomping thrall coming towards you, a mm. bit like we had with that silly poker art, but in different variations. Yeah, remember, Moose
3: the- wasn't always a good guy.
0: There's his evil arc. We could also go through too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. There are so many different variations and Bungie then don't have to follow. We're just kind of going down this path and telling this one story. They could cut it off at the end of the year and go, right, you're being transported here. This is where the story goes from there on and you, everything is wiped. Mm -hmm. You, You cannot take anything forward, which means that they can then go, right, new set of exotics or because we know exotics exist, there could be missions throughout the kind of seasons to go and recraft like a bad juju because we know how it works and we've been right. alongside the guns. They could take out Tolesto easy of the game. That you don't have to have, <laughs> have, to have Tolesto in the game anymore, <laughs> and, you know.
3: And, and if we don't have a communication sidekick named Sam Beckett,
0: no, Al. opportunity. Al,
3: Al, Sam Beckett, I'd be happy with either,
0: yeah. But because I think. Oh, we would think,
3: be. Oh, the guardian's name is Sam. That's right. We find out that our name is Sam Beckett.
0: <laughs> and I think that way, if we are transported, past, present, future, whatever, different timelines, that light and dark still exist. Travelers and whatever the the darkness is, you know, the the widow and the gardener, it still exists in those different timelines or time frames. That we still have access to our subclasses. And people are saying, you know, where do, the, where do Bungie go from there? With, in theory, we'll get another subclass in the, the final shape, and then that will round it out. That'll be six, you know, three for light, three for dark. But then I'm you think about it. it go. But then you think about it, when you look at the light subclasses, and we, uh, I think this was kind of expanded in Destiny 1, we, we are not stuck with one version of that light subclass. So with, like, for example, the Warlocks, you can either bury your sword into the ground and have the Well of Radiance, or you could be a flying AC, whatever you guys say oh, it is. Oh, it's the self Flying through the air. <laughs> or the old Destiny version, yeah, you could self res They could bring that back for a whole se- a season or a year, trial it out, and then if it's the wrong thing to do, sorry, you're not in that timeline anymore. You imagine it. But then, like... Uh, titans you can either be a bubble titan or you can run around with your shield or throw your shield there are two different versions of those with our darkness subclasses we've only got the one version of each thing so maybe for the next three years they do a different version of the darkness (laughs) subclass so whereas parody says he doesn't run like running around like a drunken toddler with his stasis Mm -hmm. maybe the titans have a different kind of stasis that they can pop Or maybe in the future titans learn
3: how to use their bubble like a hamster ball and you pop the bubble <laughs> and you roll after people and
0: kill them. Yes. Yeah. I'm in. But it's, uh, the, the, the possibilities are endless. And it gives Bungie a way out of saying to us, like because the, the idea kind of came to me is that I was listening to, I think it was DCP talking about, what is it, the um, Diablo game, that you in Diablo you can craft a character for a season and at the end of that season they're wiping it.
3: No, and it's like, that's not true. No,
0: what
3: what is so it then? What happens? What... what happens is it's it, they don't wipe it right. So what happens is you have two classifications of characters. You have a character that's there forever, right? And then you have your seasonal character, right? At the end of the season, your seasonal character shifts over to the class that it's, it's there forever, right? It doesn't go away. If you want to go back and play with that character that had access to that season stuff, you can. But you just can't use that character for the new season. You have to create a new See,
2: character yeah, for the new th- season. That's that's what it was. So and I was thinking the entire character season over season, basically. Yes. You you yes. you can still use it, but you can't use it going forward. Okay.
3: In the new season, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that and that's what got me thinking is that Bungie could do the same kind of thing which would help them alleviate the power creep and would alleviate the fact of, you know, having to kind of expand the vaults year after year after year if it's you know if people know going into the game that this is only going to be viable for say the next year or like there is a time there's a time limit on the weapons and armor and it counts down oh, to Jesus. like it's only available for like that's 200 days like
3: crazy
0: but it's only available for 200 <laughs> days so you can use that, that weapon and armor but because you are virtually transported to those different timelines time zones wherever you only have access to it for a limited period of time. So which would then be able to kind of maybe allow some weapons and armor to kind of jump from season to season so that you would maybe find a vault, kind of a, a a disused vault that has access for a limited period of days to some of your old armor pieces and your weapons that going forward into the next season that you have access to until you find the new hotness and you carry on with those things.
2: You can you you can take the three things you have equipped on you forward with you. That's the only thing that can stay with you. No storage, no extra, no vaults, no nine slots. You have three well, weapons. That, you have three that's things on Diablo you. Does. Yeah, yeah. It's on the, like you know, you have literally the armor on your back and the guns in your hands. You know, one free slot in our case. And that's what Diablo Diablo deletes
3: everything. Every, well, not deletes, but moves over everything. So no matter what you had in your vault, no matter what you had on your character, no matter what you acquired in the game, you start from scratch.
0: I mean, Every they did different. it with Destiny 2, didn't they? We, we were all kind of, at the beginning of Destiny 2, we had that kind of armor that was specific to either Hunter, Warlock, or Titan where, that was white and had our emblem on it. And we all had that running through that initial campaign before our light was taken away imagine at the end of the light and dark saga we get there and there's a big ceremony in the tower hip hip parade, and we're kind of dressed in like dress robes so that they know that that is the only thing you haven't got any weapons on you at that point but you are kind of just transported in those dress robes to or dressed like uh armor to the next version of the game so they can then negate of oh you know that is the only thing that you can take with you because that is the thing that you started with going through this process of jumping through timelines. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I crazy? Have I been thinking about this too much the well, last couple of days and have been bursting well, to
2: tell you. Have guys? you been thinking about it too much in the last couple of days? Probably. But does this sound like yes. a really cool idea? Also yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean I mean because that's like you said, I mean that's you know the the problem Bungie's been fighting for 10 years is you know scope creep, difficulty. How do you how do you balance this thing going forward where every part of your game stays available forever until you, you know, content vault some of it because a, no one's playing it B, you know, it's too big, whatever, you know, technical limitations. How do you, how do you balance all that? I mean, even Fortnite that has been going on for what also a large number of years takes the whole world offline and says, Hey, this world is gone. Welcome to the new world. Like you can't just grow and 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 grow grow forever. So having some sort of, you know, here's where, here's where this starts. Here's where this ends. I really like that idea. I really like that concept of you've done this, you play with it, it's over, you know, now for like Diablo, like could I, as you know, Diablo four has been out for three years. Could I, as a new player three, you know, three years in go back and basically start the game from day one, you know, like like play back the original, you know, the opening story, the original missions, like, you know, could I, as a destiny, destiny three player, will say, come back and say, well, this game has been out for two years. My friends have been begging me to get into it. I finally picked it up on sale for Christmas. Could I go back and play You know, play it from day one, understand the story, relive all these story beats? Because that would also solve a huge problem. Yeah, of, yes, of people want to be able to play these stories, which you can't just keep everything online forever, but still let new players come into the game and experience it and have the context that we as veteran players have. Right.
3: The only thing you'd miss out on is the seasonal stuff. So they have the base game, yeah, and you can play you can play the base game. But any seasonal stuff that is already expired, you would no longer have access right.
2: to, right? Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. Which, which, you know, so like weapon and armor, or whatever. But like you're getting the story, like like you're getting the overall, the you know, I'll say important things. You're you're getting the story. You're understanding who these people are and why. Yeah, you 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 didn't get the year two whatever armor whatever that was amazing or the you know whatever you know whatever long sword that everyone was raving about, but there's more weapons that's just you know the, you know there has to be some cost to you weren't you know some cost of fomo some well, cost what it, of what it does
3: what it does how they justify resetting everything is because so everything is cosmetic right that, that's one thing that i like about diablo is everything is cosmetic there is no pay-to-win stuff yeah. in the game you know, things don't have and, everything you can get on the seasonal pass everything that you buy with silver or whatever everything is cosmetic only right So the seasons, what they do is the season actually changes how the game functions. Like on a fundamental... For example, um, preseason, right? I was a Necro and I had to deal with all my, you know, minion management and this and that and the other, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this season you have what's called the Malignant Hearts. And the Malignant Hearts, depending on which ones you get, do different things and change the game fundamentally. Like I have two hearts that in combination with each other, do all of my minion management automatically. If there's a corpse, Hmm. it does everything it can do with that corpse automatically and in order, right? Because some things consume corpses, other things don't. So the things that need a corpse that don't consume it, it does those first, and then it does the thing that consumes the corpse last. So I get all of my functionality for corpse uh, management automatically. Yeah. That so, dramatically changes how you play the game. Yeah,
2: so 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 basically quality of life. I mean you're talking about just I can play this character and now I can play this character better because the things that were manual are now no longer manual. Yeah. I mean I mean but I, yeah, season.
3: but every season's going to change how it works. Well, right, know?
2: right. Yeah, well, yeah, honestly I would I would love a game. I mean I would love if Bungie were you know, giving me the game, giving me you know, you know, the same crop of weapons, armor, or, or whatever, you know, or a limited number of weapons and armor. You don't get seventy new things each season. But my, but me playing the game gets better year over year. I would love that. I would love if this game was you know quality of life increases and less time on super time limited things. When when they, you know, I, I, mean like like the activities, I would love to see them put you know, like we've said before. Put less time into the three-month-only activities that are never going to come back and dump those. Invest the time into these seasonal activities we're going to get every year. Like, yes, it's a time-limited thing. It's three weeks. You know, out of the year, we get solstice. But make solstice something worth looking for, looking forward to. Make it something people go, oh, it's solstice time. There's a reason to play this, not, oh, it's solstice. It's going to be broken, and it's going to have the same thing as it's been the last four years. Like, I I would love to have the investment be in the longer, you know, for longer term parts of the game and those quality of life increases. I don't need, I don't need new guns, new armor sets, new this, new that. Give, you know, give me a couple new seasonal things to chase. Give me some new armor or weapons or whatever, or do every other season. have an armor season have a weapon season. Like I don't need all the things all the time. Cause then everything just becomes a little bit meaningless because we all have our favorites. I would much rather oh, see them invest in the game and those quality of life changes and the bug fixes, you know, You know, put your money there, not just hey, we made a really cool activity you're going to play for three months and then everyone's no one's ever going back to because you can't or because it's leaving the game,
0: yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like I said, I mean, our ship could be the virtual interface to connect to Vanguard Ops, so we still have access to the Vanguard Ops. We can still play Nightfalls, we can still play Gambit, we can access a like a virtual crucible where we can play with like the stuff that we've kind of generated here and then like we could have events like iron banner warlords or the trials without the osiris part of it because we're in a different timeline and he doesn't exist or he hasn't kind it isn't the trials of osiris which gives bungie a bit more flexibility of this is only going to be available for x amount of seasons and then when we shift to a different kind of reality it's going to be something completely different or if they like it that they can call it something different and slightly tweak it. It gives them more freedom of wiping stuff out of the game that is, you know, a, a game breaker or a, a deal breaker for some people and going, right, this is now going to be this. So I, I think it gives them a lot more freedom. Yeah. You, you can even just add one thing. You could add one thing to the game, right? You could add
3: the option option being the keyword instead of you just automatically being flown to a destination. What if you get a first-person view of your cockpit, which changes depending on whatever ship you're using, and you can choose to navigate your own way to wherever planet you're going to go? You know what I'm saying? Just something like that
0: would, Ooh, would I guarantee, change the game. You know? Now you're saying that, there is a reason why they've put that helm in the game. What happens if it's the helm that gets mm-hmm. transported yeah. with you and maybe a few members of Vanguard mm-hmm. that are then trying to, like uh star trek voyager trying to reconnect back to earth of like well we've got some contact we're kind of miles away or like in there there is yeah yeah that's why the helm is getting the ship we're going Uh, yeah
2: i also just want to hang out with c14
0: but but honestly the (laughs) amount of
2: time they could save not having to test every single weapon every single exotic every single combination in every single activity and raid and the time you'd save by by not having to go oh we released this weapon eight years ago let's see how it's going to break the new raid we just released or oh it can do a thing that's going to make this super cool mechanic we've made for this boss absolutely trivial like not not having to do all that work on the back end i mean you want to talk about just the you know drastically de- decreasing the number of bugs you have to look for and fix, the number of things you have to balance, you could spend so much more time on cool things if you weren't doing all of that maintenance and all that upkeep.
3: So, so check this out. Jumping on your, piggybacking on your Star Trek Voyager idea, right? You, yeah. You're traveling to, tra- let's say you just try to get back to Earth or whatever, right? And periodically <laughs> you have to stop at these different planets, hence seasons. Every season's a different planet, right? And you have to stop to, I don't know, uh, grab materials to fix your ship, uh, resupply, get new food, come across indigenous species. Maybe they have weapons that you can get, you know, and like things like that. But at the same time, what if the indigenous species is, I don't know, hostile, told you not bad. Right. I'm not saying that they're bad, but just just like humans. Right. We see, you know, scary new aliens come. A lot of our military is just going to shoot it before asking questions. You know what I'm saying? So not necessarily a bad species, but just, you know, like, I don't know who you are, I'm going to shoot you,
0: and then we decimate their planet, hence the raid, right? So- <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, yeah, Or it's it's a, a planet of, like, animals. And, you know, like, I've seen in some of those bungee arts where they've got these huge frogs that they're riding, maybe it's like a, a planet of, like, dangerous animals that you kind of just attack you as you're kind of going through the, the, the environment trying to do different things. And the way that it would work with the Star Trek Voyage thing is that, the planet that we kind of start furthest away from is that we plant the beacons like we have done in destiny so that you can still travel back to those planets for that year of we're kind of there's still an aspect of trying to vanguard or kind of star trek these planets of kind of making them part of the federation or or part of the 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 season basically and then if we're then transported somewhere else then we we do it again in those places. and
3: The hostile planets would be the raids or the dungeons and the uh, non-hostiles could just be, you know, whatever, you know, Earth, Tower, something.
0: But they, like you could introduce new enemies and new factions. You could have, we could go against Earth factions as well because, don't, don't forget, Dead Orbit's still out there in space doing the Dead Orbit thing. We've got Future Walcott still messing about with kind of timey-wimey stuff so we could come up against them. There, There are like human factions that you could come up against like i said with the warlords how cool would that be to kind of be back in time fighting against warlords in a an alternate past seeing where that kind of it started because they would have the same light powers as you but maybe in a kind of more raw unbridled way of kind of a bit like we have with the lucent hive where they can chuck all their supers at you it's not kind of honed down to the one or two you had me at riding a frog i would like to
1: have, <laughs> i to say
3: i would
2: like to ride a frog please i would like i would like to have pets and mounts and
3: would just any indigenous life form yeah or, or, or maybe
2: i should just go play a different game at this point because now i think we're describing other things but yeah um yeah mm-hmm.
3: no we we are absolutely describing other things <laughs> but we're also giving Bungie a solution a way out as it were right so they can still keep making content Without having to, you know, worry about keeping old stuff, you know, every season is a new planet, or actually, better yet, a new every season, every year is a new solar system, and every yes. season within that year is one of the planets in said system. You know what mm-hmm. I'm
2: saying? Yeah, there's, there's, so yeah, I think, I think, I mean, no matter what Bungie decided to do, I think once the Light and Dark Saga ends, yeah, the game is not over, but I think we're gonna see some. Some sort of shift in the way you know in the way they've been doing this because you know obviously this is not sustainable. I mean, it hasn't been for a long time and continues not to be a sustainable way to to build a game forever. and Never.
0: I know. No one said I was. And in my head, if <laughs> <and> in my <laughs> head, if I don't get this, what I've dreamed up in my head for, after the last, we're
3: not going <laughs> to get it, game. dude. We're we're sitting here fan fictioning the whole damn game right now, man.
2: Night demon's going to say literally okay. unplayable, one star. Not, not not the th- not the <laughs> thing I dreamed up while I was working three jobs overnight
0: yeah. and haven't slept in two and a half weeks. Yes. and I, I you know I give credit to DCP the the last word <laughs> uh, Guardian Hub Guardian Down uh, Astacross. <laughs> Who else have I listened to? A hunter. Li- yeah, us, well, I've listened back to us. Yeah, <laughs> a li- a Blueberry Lounge, uh, Potato Thumbs. Just uh, the it just it just dawned on me that nobody has come up with this idea of that like, this is the way. That Bungie have kind of can't blanch on anything and can wipe everything and just kind of restart every now and then whenever they feel like it. And we're just going along for the ride because that is the story. You know, Crucible will still be there. Gambit maybe. Vanguard Ops will still be there. Yeah. Gambit will still be there until we get rid of the drifter. Yeah.
3: And maybe instead of Crucible, you know, you can have the one team of the humanoids and the other team is the indigenous life ones.
2: You know mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: Or well,
2: I don't know about the Riding Frogs. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we can fight the giant frogs. That that's how we get them.
3: Maybe right. a planet of battle toads.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phil Spencer's involved in that. <laughs> so I haven't got any tips, tricks, guides, and builds this week because as I said, it's literally Remnant 2 mm-hmm. um and Diablo and anything else that's kind of coming out, or people reacting to other people quitting Destiny. I mean, there's been a few kind of things, but I, I will recommend you go and listen to the Massive Breakdown's final podcast. Uh, the other thing I think that Merkley's did drop in is the, a new Crucible mode. And I can't remember the name of it, but they were like, oh, that's interesting. So yeah, and it has to do with people kind of turtling at the back of the, a PvP map. <laughs> and um, kind of, so yeah, so there, there's a way that- is they, it it. now is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, no. They've worked out a way of kind of stopping people from doing it <laughs> in this game mode, I think, mm. anyway.
2: Giant deletion. So yeah, so, say, uh, uh, I can't
0: remember uh, the name of it, but it, it, yeah, it's yeah, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go and listen to that. I'll link that in the show notes. Interesting, but we do have we do have an email from a listener that I'd like respawn to read. I will just send it over to you, respawn, in our host chat. And uh, it's specifically for you to have a look at. Uh, okay. can. Can it, it, it's it's processing? Track. There you go. I'm a little bit this afraid. This you shouldn't be afraid. Okay. Specifically for Respawn, this one. Oh, that's good. Post chat. There we go. Blank 38 PDF? Yeah, that'll do. Okay.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I just listened to your weekly podcast and was cracking up when Respawn joined you guys from holiday vacation to give us this feedback about the next upcoming raid and forgot about the bet with parody and talking about my email. I think I even heard his wife in the background mention the she did you absolutely did she she said it uh to mention the hundred dollars, but still escaped poor respawn Well parody you're a hundred dollars richer think, how how is he richer what you, oh, you didn't have to pay me i it. um I was like i didn't lose a bet I'm not paying him what no you you,
0: you did you did lose the bet, but we, it was a gentleman's bet, so there's nobody's paying but yeah carry on uh,
3: I showed up shut up. Uh, no, the, thank you so the, much for
2: that
3: was not record- oh, whatever uh, thank you so much for recommending the d two armor picker. I have dabbled in that program, but there is a lot to learn indeed, there is, so I will dabble deeper and hopefully be able to come up with some nicer p v p and p v e builds, especially for my hunter. Yo let's get it per your recommendation, I will absolutely be running many bonfire bashes with my hunter, let's go, in hopes of getting better armor. Why not? It's pretty fun too. As always, you guys mentioned so many helpful things throughout your podcast and that I even go back and listen again or more and take notes. Seriously, like the gut shot straight perk, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think I instant deleted a lot of weapons with that perk, not knowing it was any good. Same bro. Che- same Yeah, I mean I I still don't think it's good, but whatever. Um I checked via Dim after you mentioned it and thankfully I do have about seven weapons with that perk that I will try out. Anyway, a lot more to comment on, but I just wanted to say thank you again for reading and responding to my monthly haha emails, and thank you so much for all your show notes and links. We'll definitely be checking those out. One of my new things is to cheesily collecting raid spoils solo, since I don't raid enough to collect tons of spoils for some of the cooler weapons at the exotic kiosk in the tower. My son recommended I find some videos on how to cheese to get spoils without raiding. And I did. I collect 39 spoils per week, solo, that's not bad, without raiding. I really want Teraba, you don't want it, and I've collected 238 spoils so far and Teraba costs 240 use it on something else. So if you guys want to join me sometime, I know I can show you how to collect free raid spoils and weapons and armor, let me know. Well sir. Whether or not we want to join you, you can still let us know how you do this and we can share with the rest of the world. Ma'am. Ma'am. So uh, they also said, have a great week. And this is from Melissa. So, as I said, you know, you can just tell us anyway and we can share the knowledge with the rest of the world. And depending on what time zone you're in, you can reach out to us and see if maybe we can help you
0: get a raid done, you know? Yes, we we, we read the email last week because you weren't here. What's
2: that? What email? It's okay. What email? It'll all, it'll all become clear if you listen to last week. Melamali's long email about uh-huh. PvP and things. Okay, but no. Well, but thank you. And that's awesome. And that's that's also I I, I I'm glad she she hit on you know the D two armor picker because that's sort of why we continue to bring up things like D two foundry D two armor picker Dim Destiny item manager. We we've been using them as you know secondhand knowledge of oh yeah I know what Dim is that's of course. But there's always people who are like, oh, either either haven't seen the tool or haven't used it. Because, yeah, like, you open D2 Armor Picker the first time and you're going, what do, I, what do I do with this? How? And, you know, again, that's another place. Run to YouTube, D2 Armor Picker. Uh, there's a couple creators who have done good videos, and I'm drawing a blank Dude. on who did one that we featured a couple times that are just really good explanations of, like, here's how to use this. But that's, you know, that's why we continue to mention them because, you know, just just like, you know, everyone says, oh, well, I know this. Obviously, everybody knows this. Well, there's always someone out there who doesn't know it or doesn't remember it or hasn't played with it enough to really feel comfortable with it. So that's part of why we continue to go, hey, these are cool things. You should use them. These are fun things. And that's why we put the links in the show notes going. Here's a good thing. It'll make your life better. So that's awesome. And thank you for running back in. And thank you for um, in, enjoying our interactions with the Respawn. <laughs> who who still doesn't know what he's won or lost, but that's okay. One day he'll win. Yeah, D D D two armor picker. I would I would sob openly and ugly if that ever went away because I, I I collect the high arm I I collect the armor with the spikes. I put them in the vault. I l- I let them sit there, and then I say D two armor picker. T- tell me how to make sense of out of all this. If really? I had to do that myself, no, it, it would absolutely never happen.
3: And then never. you think you have oh I got triple 100s, I can't make this any better. And then, lo and behold, it says, "Yeah, you can. Yes, you have triple 100s, but you can also have eighty discipline." Mm-hmm. Whoa! Hello, let's well, let's get some of that. You know what I'm saying?
2: The numbers can always go higher.
3: Yeah, right. And that's another thing is like, like ideally, for those of you still kind of learning the game, good armor usually consists of a spike of twenty in two categories. Right, like if you can get two twenty spikes, that's a pretty decent piece of armor. You
2: know, I mean, I mean, I, I look at armor in this game as it's all part of the whole. Yeah. So I, I throw in the vault. Eventually, it'll become something useful.
3: Oh, we have a thirty spike too. Ooh.
2: <laughs>
3: it's it, thirty mobility.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, mobility on a hunter—the one place I'd want it. I, I, None I, I can have get, so many ways to circumvent
3: it. It's useless on a hunter nowadays.
2: Not sure about uh, useless, but I mean, because I mean, isn't mobility how you get your class ability back on the hunt?
3: Yeah, but we have so many different ways to work around that nowadays with different abilities, Maybe different weapons, different all kinds of stuff.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's still not bad just to have a passive, <laughs> a passive dodge recovery. Sure, I'll take
3: sure. it. Yeah, but it's not our go-to anymore. It's like second or third in the line now.
2: Well, still top three. Out of six. You know, well, yeah, I mean, it's still, still 50% top 50% of job applicants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who's also in the top 50%? Uh, not me. Our patrons are lovely patrons. Woo! who go going to patreon.com slash TTH like our buddy Zepp orbit, who cannot be threatened with a good time. The T-Rex King, Scarlet KM, BHS Nightcrawler, and longtime listener, many time emailer, Mellow Mally, part of the Otter Dance Troupe that we appreciate. Oh, so very much. Carver 2782, Weed Noble, Golden God 1562, basically salt. Zombie Pops and Renard Calant throwing more grenades, because why are you dancing? Grenades, obviously. And then Deacon. May, May, you know, she she almost has has a raid team here she could put together with PP Pipe, Dimwi, the Drifters, Driftwood, Space Coin, Damn House. I mean, she's pretty close to a day one raid team there. Deacon, Deacon might just take them under her wing and, and you know, lead them to a day one victory. Um. It's hard to say. And so I think I don't think there's any other I've watched YouTube this week, but I don't think it was anything destiny related for the most part. I just saw, though, that TDT said that they might be stepping away. And and that makes me really sad because I have really enjoyed and TDT, the dream team, some of their like zero to zero to hero PvP videos. They were doing about like starting a character from scratch and building it back up and just some of the ridiculous builds offered by their community of just, you know, this is a stupid build. But it's useful. So why not give it a try? So, but I mean, I, I, again, I also get it. It's, it's that time of year. So, Night Demon. Mm hmm. Go there. Excellent. Yep. What are your thoughts on the new uh, new Glorbo strat?
0: I, I think it's amazing. And I can't wait to get in there and get that new exotic. What about you, Espawn? I don't know what a Glorbo is.
2: You haven't kept up with all the new with the new Glo- Globo strat and um the, the new World of Warcraft and uh, Destiny 2 crossover that everyone's very excited about? I, I
3: don't
0: know what a Glorbo is. Oh. It's the new new boss. Well,
2: yeah. It's the new boss. Okay. It, it's the new raid boss coming in the reprise raid. The, the, the new Glorbo raid we're getting what?
0: everything. Hmm. Let's
2: see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that I saw this week that I, I don't know if it started in World of Warcraft. That's where I first saw it. Of basically, you know, since the entire world is trying to be eaten by AI, everyone going, oh, it's going to take our germs. um Some can
3: more than that, guys. Have some, you-
2: some well, sure. well, well, I mean, some enterprising gamers have have decided to seed Glorbo into at least World of Warcraft and Destiny 2 so far to have all these stupid bots pick up on things and write, you know, Breathless news articles about, oh, the, the Destiny 2 communities are really excited about the new Glorbo raid and the new Glorbo strat, and da da da. Basically, you know, feeding garbage to the AI robots and having the robots pick up because yeah, World of Warcraft community did the same thing. So, if you've been seeing talk about Glorbo this week or Astrocross's video and things and going, what's a Glorbo? Why? What are you people talking about? Is people having a bit of fun with the AI is going, if you're gonna, just going to generate garbage news articles on whatever you pick up. We're going to feed you garbage, and uh, then you'll look stupid as we're all going, Ah, you're a dum dumb written by AI. We shouldn't pay any attention to what you say, because it's probably not real, because nobody checks things. Good job, publications.
3: And um, just at, since we're on the subject of AI, real quick. Squirrel!
2: All hail Orbo.
3: There's, there's a book called The Third Eye. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. I the forgot Eye. the author, but it's called uh, The Third Eye. And it is where the matrix and the terminator come from, right? The matrix and the terminator are actually the same earth, same universe, same timeline. So humans create yeah, AI, hence the Terminators. Terminators beat the humans, hence the machines inside of the uh inside of um the Matrix. That's the same wow. timeline. That's what happens when AI takes over. So the book if you want to look at it, it's either science fiction or it's a documentary on what's to come. You decide.
2: <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing it's the Third Eye by Sophia Stewart. Yeah, Stewart' epic story yeah. created created two of Hollywood's biggest franchises, Matrix and Terminator series and trilogy. See the court documents, letters of access, register return receipts, FBI evidence, investigation, and future projects. All um, if yep. you have if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free to read or thirty three dollars in paperback. From your local Amazon or uh, available at my public library. Maybe it's available at your public library. And this is where I'll put a weird off the wall plug in for. There is a Chrome extension and Firefox as well for any book you look up on Amazon. It will also see if your public library has it. I think it's at library dot com. Yeah. So Edge, Firefox and Chrome LibraryExtension.com. dot com. Sorry, Night Demon. I have no idea if it works outside the U.S. But if you're in the U.S. and enjoy reading, grab that. Any page you go to on Amazon, we'll see if they have it on either, you know, paper book or Libby Overdrive, you know, electronic eBooks, audiobooks. It'll basically tell you, is it available in your library or libraries system? Those of you in college with access to the big college libraries, lots of things up there. So save yourself money on books and get them from a the library. Mm-hmm. And on that note, and now I think we covered all the things, so I think this is where I get to say thank you for joining us. Your warlocks have been parody a night demon. Your warlock who dodges has been respawned. Hi. You can, you can email the show at 2Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com. We're on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, um, really anywhere on social media. Just type in 2Titans and a Hunter. It's infuri- infuriatingly accurate. You'll find our show. You can find the show itself wherever you get your podcasts, or just go to 2Titans and a Hunter.com for all the show notes we keep mentioning and throwing the links into. That's where you will find all the links for all the episodes of all the things. So even if you're going, there was this thing you mentioned, it was like four weeks ago, it's all there. Just control F your way through it, it'll all be there. Yeah. And if you'd like to join our Otter Dance Group, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, or be part of Deacon's Raid One, Day One Raid Team, which I think I'll, re- I'll rename that tier to the Day One Raid Team for Deacon, you can go to patreon.com slash t-t-a-h. If you're looking for a more casual encounter, coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash two titans and a hunter. And if you want the thrill of a man standing in a tower, staring off over the city as, his, as he runs his <laughs> wife to church, twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. And if you'd like to see what that crazy proper British gentleman is up to, twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter. And they stream when you hit the button and it tells you they've gone live, that's when they stream. That's the secret. Don't tell anybody else. Dun, 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 dun. And with that, um, any parting thoughts? Any parting theories? Have we cracked the code on what the next 10 years of Destiny is?
0: Yes. Yes, we have. Or
3: If Destiny was the smart, group. they'd listen to us anyway. Destiny, should yes. just hire us? Let, look, just let us be a part of the storyboard team, okay? Listen, I, you don't I, like I, I try, but I can't down, do things that uh, they need.
2: <laughs> I apply well, for they jobs can't. You know, easy come, easy go.
3: And... And everybody that's out there, look, look, like Parody said, all of our links are in every episode of the show. So as much as I enjoy you guys asking me questions, the the link
0: He, he to doesn't our retain Twitter the information. He doesn't retain the information. Don't ask him questions. There.
3: Okay. That's all I know. So Respawn. stop asking me what the link to our Twitter is, because I don't know. I just know it's it's in the show notes. Respawn, the show notes.
2: Respawn repeat after me. What? Two Titans and a Hunter Yes, two Titansandahunter.com. Yes. There yeah. you go. See, so so when people ask where do I find this, two okay. That'll get you everything. Get you all you need. Two There
3: you go.
2: Boom. Oh. Well, I mean that's where the show notes live. So if you if you send people there, it's like sending people to to the front to the ticket booth at Disneyland. What what else is there? Well, it's it's after the ticket booth. So send them to two then they will have access to all the things. You start there, and then it all becomes clear to you. The clouds move, the sun beats down on you, you feel the warmth on your face, and you say, I now have the knowledge. Two Titans and a Hunter, a
1: Destiny 2 podcast.
3: uh, Demon, what did you do? I I said deuces. Okay, yeah, deuces, everybody. But what did you do? What did you send me?
0: (laughs) I want you to listen to that.
3: Like live, or you can listen
0: to it live. Yeah, I don't mind. What follows is a brief construction montage. Hopefully, we will get to your email next week. I do apologise. I. I had kind of read it oh, is this the bet? Bringing it up, I think in this is the bet. Mm-hmm. We'll get to your responding to your email next week, hopefully. I
3: was going to bring it up this week, but the show wasn't
1: uh,
0: a little long. But it's like real time. from the annals of history.
3: In the chat, it's right in my face. And if he doesn't bring it up,
0: what I makes will, me laugh is that I, he didn't so even tell his wife not. the whole bet. Oh, sorry, he told to, his mm-hmm. wife all he had to do was show up. I will wager yeah.
2: $100 respond. To be fair, he, heard, he uh, heard half the sentence. Really? He yeah, yeah, did, yeah, oh,
0: yeah. You're going to have to pay him now, because <laughs> you've already told so me. So I did apologize. the
3: showing up part, and didn't do the reminding part.
2: Yeah, there you go. So we will assign you partial credit for this assignment.
3: Partial credit. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Better than a zero. Let's go.
1: <laughs> and,
3: All right.
2: now, and on that note, like you said. We have managed to stretch the show into three hours. Bye. <laughs>
1: Deuces. Deuces.